it's a late night. Bienvenidos, everybody. Welcome to Cinco de Mayo. Arriba! Tagline. Whee! Let's get this show going. I'm just going to play the video. How about yeah, that? Yeah, no more racism. What? No! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start this off. We are the Cinefanatics. Welcome to the tagline, the show where the tagline is the title. Ra-ha! That is absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ooh, it is already toasty and warm. Are you sure you turned that AC I down? I turned the AC down. That's... I fed the cat. I did everything that I absolutely needed to do beforehand, which is why we're almost 50 minutes late starting this. 50? Oh, okay, five. Maybe I exaggerated just a teeny bit. By like 45 minutes. Yeah. Anyways, I can math. <laughs> like I said, uh, how's everyone doing tonight? Uh, happy Cinco de Mayo to all y'all. Uh, much like our, uh, what was it, St. Patrick's Day stream where we were enjoying some Irish whiskey and some Guinness, uh, I have made us some, uh, some homemade margaritas, and I probably have to say this is my best yet. This isn't bad. This is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Needs to water down some more because, oh. Man, all that col- college memories of that tequila is coming back, and I didn't even go to college. So. That's a solid tequila flavor right there. Yeah, and it just it just tastes like long nights studying and regret. Mostly regret. Mostly There's regret. no studying happening, let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, man. So we got a, uh, it's a fantastic Cinco de Mayo episode that... After after, after, <laughs> after this point, there's no more, no more reference to single. Well, we'll be sipping on that, so there's a little bit. Yeah, we'll be. Yeah. But there's not really anything like no like, I guess Mexican stories, Hispanic stories. Mexico didn't beat France again. I mean, for those of y'all not familiar with the history of uh, Cinco de Mayo, it was when Mexico defeated France at the Battle of. Ah. In 1862. It is not nice. Mexico Independence Day. That would be Desicius in September, which, for those of you who don't speak French, is the 16th of September. Ladies and gentlemen, somebody's been on Wikipedia. Today. Because <laughs> I made a, I had to make a Twitter post earlier because uh, I saw... I saw this thing that was like the list of like uh, the dumbest things that people have Googled about Cinco de Mayo. Oh, my chair's really low. And one of them was... Uh, like, no, Cinco de Mayo does not have anything to do with mayonnaise. So that's why I put on my Twitter. I was like, yeah. today is the day that we celebrate the fifth jar of, ma- of of Hispanic mayonnaise crossing the threshold into our house. Is mayonnaise an instrument? Yeah. God. No, so, Patrick, horseradish isn't an instrument either. But SpongeBob. <laughs> Anyways, um, now that we got the silliness out of the way. Nope. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it going throughout this. Um, if y'all have any questions for us, make sure to drop those questions into the chat. Speaking of the chat, let's drop in real quick. Uh, we got right from the beginning. We got Tyler, Kelsey, Danny, Garth, more Tyler, uh, Tyler again, more Garth. We got Jake Acavetta and Danny again. Did I miss anyone? I got Kelsey, the, got I got the usual suspects. I got everyone. It, well, except Kevin Spacey. He's not allowed on our streams. Mm. Um, but we do love the usual suspects. That was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thank y'all for being in the chat. Thank y'all for supporting us. If y'all have questions, again, throw those questions in the chat. You can also send those questions uh, to the Streamlabs link, which is above his head. There's also the Super Chat that I believe is available on YouTube. So you can also send questions that way as well. Uh, last week, we started up our Patreon. 
So we've had the Patreon going for about a week now, and it's been doing pretty well, I would say. And I haven't made a dang social media post about it yet. Whoops. Whoopsies. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, for those of y'all who like... Uh... Garth caught it. Yeah. Nah, he does. Uh, <laughs> pitch meeting. Pitch meeting. Fantastic. Uh, anyways. I know. we got to still reference it. But I like his humor. Uh, anyways, go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash cinefanatics. Drinking game. Every time he says, uh, anyways, take a sip. Oh, no, no. Especially because there's tequila in that glass. No, that's not a good idea. It's a small sip. Uh. Because I will run out of drink. Uh. 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 No. Hey, Bevis. Nice. <laughs> anyways, so go hop on our Patreon. Join the tier that's right for you. Uh, we will probably call out, I guess, call out some patrons at the end of this towards the end of the stream so sure I, I believe that's something that we need to do again we're all new at this patreon thing so we would like to congratulate you and thank you for following us if you would like to hop on the patreon as well we'll shout you out as also i gotta be honest i just freaked out a little bit because i was watching something on my laptop here before we started mm -hmm. and uh for some reason youtube has a glitch that when you're watching a video and then you switch over to one that's a live stream that doesn't have any comments prepared yet it just has the chat yeah mm -hmm. Uh, it still has the comments from the last video I was watching, uh -oh. which in this case is a video that contained 1,181 comments, which freaked me out because we just started this, and I was like, there's no way we have 1,181 comments. Thank y'all in the comment section. On a live stream that doesn't you can't even comment on yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, so real quick, Garth is like, I don't drink, so put my jar of mayo in the kitchen sink. And then he says, last week there was talk about so much blue in the graphics and curtains. So this week, Chris ups it a notch wearing a blue shirt. Ooh, that's a that's a big ten no there, Garth. That's a purple shirt. Uh, yeah, it well, might look I mean, it might look blue on the camera, but given the lights, I mean that that definitely. is adequately controlled by the lights and how we set to up. To be everything. fair, to be fair, yeah. some people get that. To be fair, there's a reason why I don't wear a blue shirt whenever we do these. Yeah, because then that would be way too much blue. I, only I, I feel it. like Eiffel 65. I only wear it on the couch. I don't wear it in the, during the taglines. But, hey, you didn't tune in tonight to find out about my clothing choices. Yeah. Black shirt. It's all, always a black shirt. It's all Old Navy and American Eagle. Yeah. It's always a black shirt that probably has a Nike logo. Same 10 shirts on rotation. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to mention uh, real quick is we're both sick still. <coughs> For yourself. Uh, that'll be for the rest of the year at this point. Yeah. No, we both have a little little cough still, but nothing. That's just the remnants. It's nothing nothing bad. A little thing dangling in the throat. It's called a uvula. It's called a what? Uvula. It's called a what? Uvula. I'm gonna say like uh, like change a little bit of emphasis every single time I say that word, so it doesn't sound exactly the same every time I say it. It's called a uvula. Uvula. Uvable? No. Ooh. No. That would have to have it removed from my body. Karth <laughs> uh, wants to make me a floating head. Hey, if you can do that, I'm I'm cool with it. We need to get him like an all green, like green curtain, green shirt, and just do like the. We got the green curtain. Uh, what is that? Scrubs, the floating head doctor. Floating head doctor. Fel a fellow familiar Scrubs, great show. Uh, rest in peace, Sam Lloyd. Uh, was oh, that nephew? You reminded me of that. Well, he was nephew of Christopher Lloyd. He was the lawyer on. He Scrubs. was, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, fun. Just recently passed away. So that's not fun. Yeah. Thank you for everything, Ted. I mean that sincerely. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing I want to plug real quick is this coming Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing the thing. Are we doing that now? We're plugging that now? Yeah, we can plug that now. Okay, we'll probably we'll plug, plug it. it again later. Mention it again. But oh. this coming Are we going to really plug it later or are we just plugging it now? Well, we're plugging it now. Okay. 
Um, this coming Thursday, we will be on uh, Video Drew's YouTube channel uh, doing her and Nerd Chronic. Video Drewtube. The, it's actually, well, the video is actually called Video Chronic. So one of their infamous pop culture quizzes. It will be the two of us going head to head on Infinity War and Endgame trivia. It's going to be 40 questions. Avengers. It's going to be brother versus brother. And just like the Avengers, there will be a civil war. Yeah. And he's going to lose on camera, and it's going to be absolutely amazing. And I can't wait for it. You say that now, but you're going to get your honey smacked in that. Yeah, uh, so uh, I, I believe I'm probably not going to uh, trust the word of someone who has a bathroom connected to his bedroom. Yeah, but at least mine's clean. You should probably go fix yours up. Oh, funny. At least I'm not drinking day-old uh, margarita over there. I got nothing. You made it. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> By the way, uh, your mama was so nice to you, she was nice to me also, because it's the same mom. Same. She she could be watching. She's probably not, she's not watching. She's probably not watching, she's but not watching. she probably appreciates the compliment. Yeah. That she was a nice mom. I would laugh if she actually, like, this is the first one she actually turns on later, and she's like, how dare you boys? You don't mention me. <laughs> Well, anyways, I will be calling your mom later. <laughs> Not tonight. She's yeah, already asleep. She's already asleep, probably. <laughs> um, anyways, that's that. That's the high-quality trash talking you're going to see on Video Chronics can we get, Culture. Can we get one of those freeze frames? The Rocky Three free fr freeze frame ending? Yeah. Okay, don't play along. Okay. Why am I doing Home Alone? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, oh, apparently, uh, Lady Safari says you got an echo. Echo, echo. So. Again? Again. Okay, so I changed out the. Let's see if this works again. You say you got a new cord? It's OBS. It's it's in the OBS. We got to fix that. Which is strange because yours doesn't have that issue, so I don't know why, why it's doing that. My microphone likes me. Anyways, uh, again, apparently th this was an issue last week that there was a lot of echo. Hmm. So the second y'all hear any kind of echo, uh, flag us in the uh, in the chat. Let us know so I can do what I just did, and hopefully that fixes it again because that was working last week. <clears throat> Wave that flag. Um, Robert, Robert Echo. Echo Adams. That's awesome. Can I be can I be Chris Fives Adams? Uh, real quick, I want to go back up. Uh, Brian Nussbaum in the chat was like, "Can we get Chris's Zombie the Genie?" That is a fantastic reference. What is? What? You're not gonna get it. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, this is like I feel like I should know that. It is from uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. I absolutely, oh. I absolutely love Pee Wee's Playhouse on Saturday mornings. So. Make one of those references last week. The word of the day is yeah, uvula. Yeah, apparently. Um, or um anyway. Every time he says um anyway, everybody scream um, at home. Anyway. Ah! Oh, God, just blow out the microphone there. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Mike is better. Don't worry, it will echo again at some point during this stream. Yeah, just let me know. Flag me down. Wave a, wave an arm. I won't see it because you're not on camera like I am. Robert's but. favorite video game is Echo the Dolphin. That's hilarious. Oh, I did not like that game. That is hilarious. Now, what's funny, though, is I did like the Jaws Nintendo game, can you, which that was weird. Can you do a dolphin noise? <laughs> That's going to get clipped out. <laughs> Nerd Chronic Eric is going to find that. He's going to clip that out, and that'll be on a Schmodown promo at some point. Mix that with a... <laughs> well, that's just SpongeBob, so... Hey, Patrick. 
so one of the things we started doing last week, and I definitely want to do it again this week. Because oh, yeah, yeah, because I got some stuff to talk about, even though it's uh, not actually going to be the direct answer to your question that you're going to ask. Okay. So over this past week, what movies did you get to indulge in? Didn't watch a movie. I finished Clone Wars, though. Ah, so. got to mention that, even though this is a movie channel. I think I'm still stuck on, like, season one of Clone Wars. Yeah, uh, you, so, you need, huh, to, I gotta you need to watch the entire series. Yeah, maybe if I get, like, quarantined for, like, two weeks or so, then I can probably bang that out. I don't know. Um, you mean if you don't have to go to your essential job? Yeah. No. Uh, so for me, uh, I know. Mention co- yours, and then I'll mention. I'll talk about mine. Oh, okay. Uh, I caught up with. Uh, I watched David Cronenberg's uh, Rabbit. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a movie you're gonna want to watch, but it's one of his early movies. And again, David Cronenberg, big like body horror type of person. Uh, it was pretty good. I oh. like my bodies to not be horror. Yeah, probably not. Which is why I don't look in the mirror. Uh, and then one that I absolutely yeah. love. Uh, that was nice. nice. Self-imposed insults. Yep. There's an actual term for that, and I can't remember what it is right now. Uh, self-deprecating. That's it. You got, oh, good job with the words. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, you should be. Your mom gave them to me. Uh, anyways, uh, the one movie that I really did like was uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, nice. It's a three-hour-long movie. Ooh. It is fantastic, and there's, good, there's definitely some songs in there that you're familiar with. That's a good catch-up. But I absolutely love that, and I like musicals. So uh, the lead guy, Topol, who uh, Topol plays... Topol Chico? No, his, name, well, his, his name's like Shime, Shame Topol. I, it's a very Jewish-sounding name. Uvula? Yeah, well, I mean, not like that, but uh, this movie does take place in... Like a small Jewish community in Russia. Oh. A, a fantastic movie. Absolutely love it. If you like musicals, highly recommend it. It might be one of those I need to see too still. There's a couple of songs in there you're going to recognize. Especially if you're a fan of Gwen Stefani. Um, and then American Is somebody Graffiti. walking through a spider web or something? No, it's... Uh, Is that movie Bananas? B-A-N-A-N-A-S? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, but if she was a rich girl... That's where I came from. If I was a rich man. Nice. Uh, and then, uh, like Brian Nussbaum's pointing out, uh, the matchmaker oh, song yeah, is yeah, in there. Matchmaker, yep. matchmaker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was really, that was really good. Uh, nice. Oh, Topol was also in Flash. Flash Gordon. Ah, uh, uh, Mr. Sam Jones. Oh, this isn't called action. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyways, I do want to say hi to late to the party because I know they're in here and they were the ones talking about Robert and Vanessa. I love watching their stuff. Actually, speaking of Clone Wars, uh, every new episode I was watching, I've been watching their uh, reaction. Their, their reaction, essentially, too, uh, just because I enjoy uh, identifying with them or relating with them because they all react to the they they react to the episode the same way I have been. Yeah, everyone reacts. We react. You react. Yeah, we're yeah. reactors. Yeah, we're reacting. <laughs> we're reacting. Uh, Clone Wars ended. Oh my gosh. And again, I know we're a movie channel and I'm not talking about the Clone Wars movie because that did not start everybody off on the right foot, but man, did the series end on that right foot. Oof. Yeah. You still need to catch up, but that, that ending was super powerful. It was a really great, really great way to, just because of how they tied it back in with Revenge of the Sith and everything too. Well, speaking of Star Wars, the other movie that I caught up on was American Graffiti. Which was George Lucas. Yeah, I was going to say, how many people and catch completely that? completely different from Star Wars. 
Of course. Other than Han Solo was still in it. Sure. Yeah, Harrison Ford was in American Graffiti. Apparently a last-minute hire for American Graffiti, and then that's what helped make George Lucas want to put him in Star yeah. Wars when Burt Reynolds wasn't able to play. Speaking of Star Wars, I can't wait for Ahsoka to get her own show. <laughs> oh my gosh, I need that so bad. I wonder, my question is, I wonder if Rosario Dawson can do a really good Ashley Eckstein impression. Because that's going to be a little jarring. Just a little bit. Just a touch. Just, uh, just a smidge. Well, that was what I watched this past week. What did you catch <clears> up on? Just Clone Wars. Just Clone Wars? Clone no Wars. other movies? Um... Nope. You're not rewatching uh, Infinity War and Endgame again because you should have. Uh, I did do that. Uh, did I do that this last week though? Mm-hmm. I did. Because you talked about that last week. Uh, yeah, uh, I did rewatch both of those again. But you should probably rewatch them again. I'm not gonna rewatch them again because there's no way you're gonna six win. Six hours of movie, essentially. You know what? That the winners will watch six hours of movie. I did already. Yeah, winners will watch it again. I did like a couple days ago. It's fine. Okay. I don't need to watch it again. You're going down. Okay, if you say so. Um, anyways, that's the movies watched. Uh, otherwise, personally, everything going good still. Pretty all right. You're not. You know. You haven't seemed to be as sick as like you were before. No, so. I'm still uh, still clearing stuff out. That's about as uh, clean as I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. Um, so basically, we've bought stock in Usenex. Yeah, we bought stock in Usenex. <laughs> uh, so other than that, feel pretty good. Voices there. I don't feel. <coughs> You got those every once now and then, but other than that, we're good. So let's talk some stuff. Yeah. Uh, While I drink, because it's Cinco de Mayo. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's the Cinco de Mayo reference. And I'm white. Um, <laughs> okay. Can we shout out real quick? We got a new patron. Oh, we did. Yeah, Miss Kelsey Kirkland. Ooh, awesome. Jumped on the Patreon there, so thank you so much, Kelsey. Welcome to whatever we're calling this group of people who are crazy and decide to support us. We need to figure out, like... We're We're all cinefanatics. Yeah, we're not going to salute our patrons here because that's just not our thing, but I want to do... We're saluting in our hearts. You know, I actually kind of want to do the the wave from... uh, uh, Spaceballs, the so, President Screw does. The only problem though is that's more of like, it, it, it's kind of like the uh, the old style like fu gesture. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. salute our patrons. I would not saluting, but we thank our patrons. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't know, about know that one. We'll think of something else. We'll we'll brainstorm this. We'll get back to y'all next week. Yeah, probably not. So, <laughs> that's that's our cliffhanger for next week. How are we going to do this? We're gonna completely forget about it, and we're not gonna say anything next week about it until we start talking about our patrons again. They're like, oh yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, just like how every week I keep forgetting to set up PayPal for the Streamlabs. Yeah, never do it. That's just a running gag at this point. Never gonna happen. Uh, next week, Chris and Robert test their blood drops in petri dishes to see if they're infected by alien life. Don't need to do that. I am. Yeah, probably. Um, he doesn't get the reference, Garth. I do like that reference. That's pretty good. I don't uh, get most references. He, he he will watch that movie one day. Is that thing? Yeah, as soon as Christian Harloff does. Yeah, I'm going to watch it with Christian whenever he does the watch alone. Aw, thank you, Kelsey, for saluting us anyways. Anyways, <laughs> what's going on with the... Uh... With news. With hey. space news, apparently. Yeah, everything is, like, space-themed, except for, like, a couple things. Mm-hmm. So not everything is space-themed. Ooh, that was a big swallow. Oh. Freezing. Yeah, apparently. Um, those are all my passwords. Let's not do that. 
Alligator 3. Yeah, got it. Oh, rest in peace, Ted. Um, <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. That sounds like the passcode that some idiot would have on his luggage. So, actually, I'll start with the first one. Let's talk about that, uh, the Hercules. Hercules is happening at Disney. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Not that Hercules. Oh, oh. The live action of the original animated Disney Hercules. Dude, if they don't get Eddie Murphy in there doing, like, Hercules, Hercules, that would be, uh, that's, that's great. Who would Eddie Murphy play? Ooh, could he play Phil? No, that's gonna be one of those. Uh, so here's the you thing. can't you can't bring Danny DeVito back. He's getting too old. He's getting too old. Yeah, but makeup and He's like they're old. gonna shrink him down. Did and... you hear his voice in the uh, second Jumanji or third Jumanji? Whatever. No, I hadn't seen that yet. Yeah. Well, did you hear his voice in the trailer for it? I don't recall. Hey, Spencer. SpongeBob. Spencer. Oh. You guys here for Spencer? Yeah. <laughs> that really hurts. I can't do that. <laughs> <coughs> I don't know. So, they're going to make a live-action Hercules, which... Hercules was one of my favorite Disney cartoons. Oh, yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I loved Aladdin. I love Lion King. But Hercules was really good because, unlike those other ones that I just mentioned, Hercules was almost like just pure slapstick. Yeah, pretty much. There, there, there was a solid story in there, but... Look, when you cast Bobcat Goldthwait, what, what do you want? Oh, Pain and Panic? Ah! <laughs> it's more like like a that was drunk, drunk Grover. That was Pee Wee. Yeah. Uh it was also uh uh was it Max and Fly the Na Navigator. Yeah. Um see you later, Navigator. Um so yeah, they're gonna do a live action version of this and I'm kinda eager for that. Uh, if they keep, they gotta keep the same kind of humor, though. Here's the thing about these live-action Disney movies, though. They are very, like, hit or miss. A lot of them have been a, a, more of a miss, in my opinion. Some of them have been just okay. And some of them we're still waiting on, like Mulan. Mulan, we're still expecting to actually be good, if we ever get to see it. Yeah. So... There, there's aspect. I mean, you look at Lion King. We were expecting Lion King to be great, and then it turns out it's... No different, really, than the original animated, except for the fact that they are emotionless in their faces, which actually made it worse, in my opinion. Yeah, the, you don't have that since real animals don't emote. Yeah, you didn't have that. Uh, although I will still, I, I still argue that the beginning, the Circle of Life, was gorgeous well, in that live action. That's because that was the only shot in the movie that actually was live action. It was just the sunrise. Well, I mean, but, sunset, uh, that whole, sun, that whole, sunrise. the whole song and everything, yeah. the, just the opening still was fantastic. Yeah. Very well done. The rest of the movie, eh, eh. Uh, Go back and watch the cartoon. The thing is, I really, I'm actually at this point, I'm really just on board with the idea of an Atlantis uh, re, uh, remake, which I believe they, I've heard rumor that they're actually working on, and they are looking at putting uh, Tom Holland in the role of Milo, which is great as long as they get Zendaya in the role of what's her face in the movie yeah i haven't seen atlanta so oh gasp no it's it's good it's actually that's one of the ones that definitely deserves to have a live action treatment to it hmm. so uh so if they were doing a live action hercules who should be playing them there's a couple there's a couple choices that i was thinking about for the actual role of hercules where uh you have either chris pratt or you have army hammer those i think are your are the two best choices for for Hercules, which I kind of like both. Now going back on the fact that is it if I remember correctly, isn't this like they're looking at getting this done by the uh, Russo brothers? 
I know that was a weird way of me wording that, but the, this is being... It's getting done. It's getting done by the Russo brothers. The Disney is... The Russo brothers are done doing it. Disney's hoping to get the Russo brothers on board to direct this. Which, at this point, they can do anything they want, and I'm game. Uh, so if they do get In the game. Russo... If they, <laughs> if they get the Russo brothers, that will probably solidify getting Chris Pratt. Yeah, uh, and that that's the big thing. The other one would be uh, Meg. Um, which, well, first of all, let's, let's do yours. Who, who do you, uh, who are you thinking? You thinking Chris Pratt also? Yeah, I mean, I saw, I, I, I believe I saw that where someone else was saying Chris Pratt mm-hmm. or Army Hammer, because, I mean, it makes sense yeah. for either one. Army Hammer looks like him. Chris yeah. Pratt can look like him, and I think can hold the comedy aspect, the comedy and action aspect of Hercules pretty well. Yeah. Meg, I'm thinking Anna Kendrick. Yeah, because she could get that sarcastic... Very sassy. Yeah. I, I could possibly see that. Uh, also going on here, Brian Nussbaum, he's saying Zendaya. But with Chris Pratt, that one that one throws me off a little bit just because of the uh, immense age difference. Age difference. There's going to be like, what, a 10? Uh, like Almost 15. Almost 15 year difference, maybe? I think so. I think so. Possibly. Um, Phil, he's still got Danny DeVito. Hades, Jeff Goldblum. That's an interesting one. I don't know physical embodiment if he would really, if they could really portray him looking like Hades, or if they're gonna have to do some CGI work. I could see him like as far as doing like the voice potentially. Oh but yeah. The thing is, is Hades definitely had a very deadpan like James Woods voice. It's because it was James Woods. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like obvious, like it was just it was the. Bare simple James Woods flat. No, Garth makes a good point. Karen Gillan as Meg. That's a really good choice. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think I actually like that better than Anna Kendrick, to be honest. Yeah, because she could definitely do that sarcasm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Plus, I think she actually looks a little bit more like her. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, Zeus, John Goodman. All right. I would almost here's the thing, and I I know this is gonna be really weird. I would actually probably say Zeus. I would probably cast uh, Liam Neeson, which I know he was Zeus uh, already. It's I a little know, too on the nose. But, but this is a completely different Zeus. E. It's a little too on the nose. And I, I'm not saying Liam Neeson because he played Zeus in the terrible Clash of the Titans remake reboot whatever. Watch the original; it's much better. Uh, the first one was somewhat entertaining but i do like when picturing how zeus looks in that movie yeah i i see liam neeson i mean the only other one he looks I'll... a little like triton triton from oh Little Mermaid. king triton yeah, yeah. from little mermaid yeah, yeah. um they're they're two kinda. sides of, they're two sides of the same coin yeah it could be brothers although i think it's actually supposed to be poseidon is zeus's brother not triton got it Nailed it. Get my mythology here. Uh, Brian says John Mulaney as Pain and Nick Kroll as Panic. I like it, except I think I would actually put in Bill Hader instead of Nick Kroll as Panic. And so I would Just have... So you could get Mulaney. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. 100%. John Mulaney and Bill Hader as <laughs> so Pain and Panic. Stefan and Shy back again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely. That's... I think that's that's the solid choice. Yeah. Brian Nussbaum's other choice for Meg was Ariana Grande. We're still dealing with some, like... <laughs> with a huge age gap here. I just, I just, I just don't me with uh, Bill Hader. Uh, if they do the, like the Stefan and Shy again, and be like, Olympia's greatest nightclub is 
I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not as good at that as like him and. But that's not what you watch. Featuring show, Roman J. Israel Esquire. Roman J. Israel Esquire. MTV's Dan Cortez. MTV's Dan Cortez. I feel like we've made this. I feel like we've made these references before. It's not covering your face. It's it's a teepee over you. <laughs> Um, human squatty potty. The human, what's a human squatty potty? I don't know. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that would be interesting. I'm eager to see a live action. Again, as long as they keep it same comedy level as the yeah. cartoon, that should be pretty pretty good. I'm, I'm not going to say no to it. No. I'll, I'll, I'll go see it. Well, it's not like Disney's waiting for your answer anyway. It's like, hey, should we make this? Disney, you have my approval. Go, oh, go, okay. go for it. Then they'll make it. Yeah. Start it right now. Right this second. Start filming it right now. Uh, That ain't going to happen. Yep. Uh, Let's do one of yours. I think we're good on that story. Let's go. Let's move over to one of yours. Uh, One one that I... Echo's um, back. Yeah. The Echo is back? Yep. The Echo is back. Echo, Echo, Echo. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't know why it does that. Okay. So hopefully that's fixed. Um, it was announced on Instagram or IGTV, uh, like a day or two ago by Sylvester Stallone that he's like, yeah, let's do a sequel to Demolition Man. Is that like an official thing though? Like he's officially saying like, we are doing a sequel to Demolition Man or is he just going, eh, that'd be fun. Here's the thing. If Sylvester Stallone's saying like, yeah, we're going to do it. He's probably going to do it. I mean, they did another Rocky. He does Rocky. not mince words. They did Creed. They did more Rambos. They did a bunch of Rocky. Yeah. Um, they're probably going to do another Demolition Man. And the only thing I, I, I'm really anxious for this. Here it comes. I, I really hope they still don't tell us how to use the three seashells. Yeah. I was thinking Demolition Man 2, the six seashells. The six seashells. They introduced three more because it's the second one and they're doubling up. They're like, well, after that quarantine of 2020, y'all are probably hit the three seashells just ain't going to cut it. They're doubling up and doubling down. We might actually move to the seashells. Because if, <laughs> if there's another lockdown coming this year, forget the toilet paper again. But they're going to be like, yeah, so we did that movie back in the, like, the, the early to mid-90s. I think that was like, I think that movie was like 94, 95-ish, yeah. somewhere around there. Um, movie release dates. Yeah. Uh, well, I know because it was also in the... Uh, there was a sound clip from that movie when the cop is telling Simon Phoenix to lie down and put his lie down on the ground, whatever. And that sound sure. clip was used in the, uh, this is going to be weird, y'all. The Bone Thugs and Harmony album that had the crossroads in it, they used that sound clip on another song. I, I, I grew up with that album, okay? Uh, but, uh, yeah, somewhere around that time frame. They might go back and go, yeah, we weren't realistic in that at all. Like, we need to up it to the six seashells. <laughs> yeah. 2020 hit, and we're like, sorry, guys. Especially if we're still expecting that Taco Bell is the only restaurant that we're going to be getting. Yeah, we're, I mean, that's the thing. I, I think even back then, like, Taco Bell, three seashells, that wasn't going to cut it. It's a lot of rinsing off of those seashells, I'm sure. I mean, we could all go the international route and just use Pizza Hut, but... You can never out Pizza the Hut. Yeah. 
Anyway, so yeah, they're potentially going to do a sequel to Demolition Man, which I'm all for. I loved Demolition Man. Uh, it's still one of the ones we're talking about. We talked about doing a watch along. That was like probably one of the first ones that I have said that I've championed. Hey, let's do a watch along to that because we could talk about that movie like all day long just because of how silly and goofy it yeah. is. I would love to do a Patreon watch along. So if you would like to potentially see that, make sure you hop on to our Patreon. Link is up here and we're still trying to hash out what movies we want to do it for, but that's one that I'm that's publicly one, saying we'll probably do it at some point. That's one of those things I was going to mention is we might actually, in order to pick from movies, we might actually do it to where uh, patrons at whatever tier level that was, I think it was a $10 level, um, they get to, the Avenger level, they get to pick from like a poll, from poll options actually. Yeah. Instead of just the Wild West and everyone's picking movies that I don't want to mention by name on this channel ever. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, those movies that we've talked about. Uh, but if there's going to be a poll, uh, I can pretty much guarantee Demolition Man's going to be in there. Yeah. Yeah, because that's just a fun, again, it's a fun movie. We'll make one of those the first ones available as a choice. Yeah. Um, what else you got? Uh, let's move on to the next things. I'd say, actually, uh, I'm trying to think, what was, what was your other one? Your other one was... Oh, I know what you're Okay. Uh, let's go with starting kind of along the lines of the space theme. LeBron James introduced, I believe it was right. either his Twitter or his Instagram. I can't remember which one. He uh, introduced the official logo for the Space Jam sequel, which is Space Jam A New Legacy. So it's official. Space Jam is getting a sequel. It is starring LeBron it has a title. It has a logo. It's got everything. It's got Bugs at second billing, which makes no sense. Because Bugs is much more of a superstar than LeBron James ever could dream to be. Yeah. Also, um, because I don't follow basketball, so I have no idea who LeBron James is. Yeah, you do. I know. I saw Trainwreck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that movie was a Trainwreck. Um, I will always make that joke, by the way. <laughs> I just... You can't help it. That movie just, it's built it into okay. the title. It was okay. It's like calling your live stream show the tagline. It, it's just built in. Arriba. <laughs> You're like, anytime is a good time. It's Santori time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bill Murray. Nice. Um, Lost in translation. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm eager to see. Here's the thing. Now, I remember watching Space Jam again, uh, mid-90s movie, 96, mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, I liked Space Jam when I was younger. Apparently, though, like Space Jam was terribly, like, it was not liked. Here's the thing. I watched it about a week and a half ago again mm -hmm. for the first time in a very long time. Like, I hadn't seen it since I was uh, a wee lad. Um, it's, it's very nostalgia. Even like the first of all, the soundtrack. The soundtrack is very is very nostalgia based. Every I love single that soundtrack. every single song on that soundtrack is a nostalgia driving track. If I hit him high, hit him high. Yeah, exactly, high. exactly. Every single one of them. The problem with the movie, though, is besides the fact that Michael Jordan isn't an actor. I don't um, think he did a bad job of that. But again, I'm thinking it with my younger yeah, brain. Yeah, he, he didn't do a bad job for the way the movie was written. It it was very thin. <clears throat> it was a very thin movie, which. Again, what do you expect? It's Looney Tunes in live action. So as as an adult, as someone who is more refined now, uh, it's a very thin movie. As a kid, fantastic. 
It's a great kids movie. The only one I remember as a kid is when Bill Murray shows up, and I'm sitting there like, "How the heck did you get in here?" Yeah, he just pops in. You came out of nowhere. He's like, "Excuse me, I'll play." Heard you could use another. How did you get here? How did you get? <laughs> did he go down the same golf ball hole? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. <laughs> we probably were. Anyways, you saw the way they inflated uh, Wayne Knight, right? To get him into the the, the golf hole? No. No, they when, when they blew him, when they blew him up. Oh, it's been a while since he's seen the movie. Again, I just watched it a week and a half ago. I don't like, I don't remember if we saw him get like sucked down into the golf hole. Wayne Knight. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. I just watched it a week and a half ago. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't watch I mean, it yesterday. Dotson, yeah. <laughs> Dotson, we got Dotson here. No See, cares. nobody cares. Yeah. So um, I, 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 I'm I'm eager for it again. It, I am too. It, it, playing on nostalgia. I did. I, I always loved Looney Tunes, Merry Melodies. Arquette. Uh, no, no, I, I, no. I, I, I don't believe he can fly. I believe he's going to. He's pretty grounded now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's grounded to a room with bars on In it. In more ways than one. Um, yeah, I, I'm. You good there? Yeah, I got a piece of lime in there. I didn't. Don't drink the worm. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so. I yeah, I'm very interested. I want to see. I want to see what they do with it. I want to hear more news from it. Obviously, they can't really do a whole lot of filming right now. But whenever yeah. they whenever they get to it, um, I'm interested to see if it has the same kind of thin plotting that the original had, or if they actually put some put some meat on the bones. They're gonna bring back the monsters with swag hammer, going, "Oh, there's a new like celebrity. Let's go grab him and try this all over again." Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, I do like uh, Brian Nussbaum. Over or under 50% Michael Jordan makes a cameo in Space Jam 2. Here's the thing. Right now, if they were filming this right now, this second, in, I would say go for it. Yeah. Completely capitalizing on the uh, Michael Jordan documentary yeah. that is extremely popular right now. Yeah. Uh, I would I would definitely do that. Now, again, this is going to go back to how long is it going to take them to film this? When are they going to film this? How long is it going to take post-production? Because that's going to be all the animating and then releasing the movie yeah so i would actually i would actually give it over 50 percent i would probably pop up i would probably give it somewhere around a healthy 65 to 70 percent that he's gonna pop up do we get to see his arm stretch out again <laughs> look i can almost I, I can almost do that here look actually that's a pretty cool looking effect that almost works please don't do that oh that looked bad didn't yeah it? please don't do that i was stretching my hand y'all i mean nothing uh, it was uh, well good night everybody we've had fun here tonight uh we will <laughs> not see you guys next week we are done on this channel and let's call it a wrap good night y'all make sure to check us out thursday for uh, the video chronic i love tequila yeah i do too apparently tequila makes you do weird things yeah. Especially when there's a camera on you. Anyway, so yeah, Space Jam 2 is happening. Um, um, anyway. Um, so here's an interesting bit of news. Apparently, New Mutants was on available for pre-order on Amazon. I knew it. And then, like, promptly got pulled back. Makes sense, also. Here's the, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to say that I came up with this. I saw someone else make this joke. I forgot who, but it was fantastic. And I was like, uh, I think it was actually Bibiani on Twitter made this show. He's like, 
even for New Mutants, the cancellation of that, the, the delay on that was really impressive. Like, that was really fast for New Mutant standards. Yeah. Uh, so they put it up there, which might, I don't know, is, is that something that you could read into? They're like, hey, we might actually put New Mutants out on streaming. And then the question of that becomes, why Amazon? Because, again, that was Fox property. Mm-hmm. Disney owns it. Yep. <clears throat> Now, last I heard, they were trying to push New Mutants for, like, an R rating. Mm-hmm. Which and, is why you wouldn't see it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering. It, it wouldn't go to Disney+. Plus. The question is, why would you put it up on Amazon for to receive money rather than put it up on Hulu to stream like that? Potentially. Because, I mean, you, if you put it on Hulu, you're essentially keeping it within the Disney family. Yeah. Hulu is the place where the R-rated stuff that Disney now owns can can make its home at so that will be buena vista and touchstone over on hulu pretty much (laughs) the issue though is that uh it's a it's a big first run movie that people have been waiting for they've been waiting a very long time for at this point it is a property that disney acquired from fox so disney didn't put really any of its money towards the creation of this film though they did put money towards fox so anything that this film makes in, in a box office setting sort of yeah is just strictly profit for disney which can help cover some of the cost of purchasing box to begin with so you have a situation where why would we put it on hulu we want just we want the just the straight profit from it. we can put it on hulu and it's not going to hurt our bottom line but if we put it up on amazon for what do they have it for like 25 dollars or something up there uh, they're, they're what they're wanting to do is that they're wanting some profit off that. They want just the straight profit from it. Uh, so it is possible that they want to do that on Amazon, and it makes plenty of sense. Yeah, I like Gar saying for Disney Plus, uh, just switch out the Demon Bear for uh, Baloo. <laughs> so Magic is gonna like try to fight him and like look for the bear necessities <laughs> like <laughs> just starts busting out bear necessities the demon bear necessities the demon bear necessities yeah um they also released like some kind of image uh from this that involves like some tall skinny uh like skin coated person that has a mouth but no nose or eyes or whatever sitting there like oh. like oh. it's it some weird image i don't i i just saw the picture oh. and said that this was from it's a, Critters, it's a Critters from Stranger Things. Is that what those are? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. They said it was from New Mutants. I didn't click on it because I saw it earlier today, and that was like right as I was leaving work. And I'll be honest, I want to leave work when it's time to leave work. I mean, I feel like anyone would want to do that. Clock's over? Hey, get the heck out. Let's go. You're ridiculous. <laughs> well, just a little. I mean, I like to leave work when it's time to leave. How dare you? Uh, so... I, I don't know too much more about it, but I just saw this picture. I was like, okay, that's just creepy looking. Did you see the demon bear picture, though? Uh, I didn't. I saw a small bit of it. I didn't actually get, like, a good, like... It looks terrifying. Yeah. Uh, if it's anything like the demon bear, how they depict it, depict it, depict it in the comic... Ooh, phrasing. You gotta watch it on that one. Uh, how it's depicted in the comics, it'll... Yeah, I fully believe it's gonna so look terrifying. Really but yeah, big I bear with crazy eyes that wants to devour you yep pretty much gar says this was the uh, smiley 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 men. smiley men that's it yeah i remember seeing like smiley something or another mm-hmm. in there um and not the button from evil ernie so yeah the that that is the question though do we think that they are actually going to commit to releasing it on amazon or i don't know 
what I what I'm thinking right now is that like most studios, they're everything's just a wait and see game. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if they have like did they what they obviously had to move it from its current release date, which was supposed to be what last month. Uh, New Mutants, yeah, it was supposed to be at the beginning of April. Yeah, beginning of April. So, but they haven't moved it to another release date yet. Uh, no, it got moved. I could have sworn it got moved to August. Did it? Uh, I feel like it was like tentatively. I don't know if it was officially announced August, but I feel like they were like, yeah, let's just stick it there. Yeah, they just didn't have a specific date. They just said the month. At this point, that poor Echo movie. Is back. That poor movie has been drugged through the ropes. That poor movie has been drugged through the ropes. I don't know if that's a reference I can make nowadays, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, You're on a roll. I, I'm doing great. I mean, it was you a couple of weeks ago, so I mean, that's only fair. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I'm still going to beat you at Infin- Avengers. You can't even say it, so I, I doubt it. So Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Boom. Drink. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, so it's going to be good. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to see New Mutants. And here's the, here's the thing that I think New Mutants really has going for it, is the fact that this movie keeps getting dragged out more and more and more. Everyone's like, all right, I just want to see this now. Even, yeah. if, even if, like, when you first when you saw the first trailer, you're like, eh, maybe. Now it's like, oh, yeah, that movie was supposed to come out. I really want to see this. Um, the one I will compare... I will compare it to is uh, the horror movie Trick or Treat. That one got dragged out for a very long time, and it finally got released, and it was fantastic. It was uh, it was one of the best like horror movie anthologies. Yeah, up there with like Creep Show, I would say. I know all about these. Yeah, I mean our audience is pretty familiar with these, so I'm I'm saying that looking at you on behalf of them. Sure, that's the way these live stream shows work. I don't expect that New Mutants is going to be fantastic, though. I don't. I don't, I don't expect it to like be like really bad. I have very low expectations for that movie, which means that when I see it, I'm going to be pleasantly surprised, possibly. I mean, you got me on board because they did a really creepy version of another brick on the wall, another yeah. brick in the wall. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to talk too fast. That's what the problem is. I, I've had a long day. <laughs> That's it. Um, it's the same along the same lines as uh, Sonic, though. Did not have high expectations for that movie. Pleasantly surprised. Very pleasantly surprised. Enjoyed it. So, until he pulled a Chandru and started flossing in the middle of the street. Uh, you had to expect that to happen. Yeah. But yeah, uh, New Mutants. I'm I'm still hopeful for it. I, like I'm I'm eager to see this movie. Hopefully, it does well. Now, the downside to that though is since it was the last x-men property from fox before disney bought it Mm -hmm. if the movie is good there's a very small chance we're gonna see any more development from disney on new mutants it depends on how they uh are able to weave the story if they want to into the mcu and how they introduce mutants in general the uh, the only thing i could think of is kind of going back to what you're saying that disney didn't have any hand in the production costs essentially of new mutants so all the money they make of it essentially is going to be pure profit with the exception that they're incurring the debt from Fox in the making of the movie as yeah. well, but beside the point. Um, they're more likely going to take that money and roll it into developing X-Men and Fantastic Four for the MCU Maybe as well. 
the question there is when they do go back and they develop X-Men, will they develop it with New Mutants set within that? If New Mutants, according to this Fox production, is has been distanced away from the Fox X-Men movies. On top of that, you also have to deal with the fact that if New Mutants is in fact going to be rated R, it's probably not going to be attached to the MCU at all then. Probably not. Well, maybe, because supposedly Deadpool 3 Deadpool's is about, going to be attached. Deadpool's about the only thing you can get away with doing that, though, because Deadpool will break the fourth wall. He'll break the fourth wall. He can, um, he can make those jokes. He can he can do that. He can do that kind of stuff. I'm no wondering if really he's going to do something where like he's going to say he's going to say a curse word. They're going to bleep him out. And he's going to be like, wait, what? I feel like we've and made then, that joke before. And then like we'll see like this clip of him actually going to like the Disney offices and going to like the person who's on the sensor button sitting there like tapping the the beeper whenever it needs to beep out. Shoot part. him in the head and then then say a curse word. Like oh, better. That's, <laughs> that would be funny. That is very. Uh, that's a very post-credit scene. This is not apple juice. It's tequila. I can't hide that. It's a glass full of straight lemon juice. And that by was a mouthful of salt I just took. Lemon, all that too. I'm, I mean lime. Um, oh. oh, good lord. Ugh. So before we move to the next story, I want to remind you guys that you can send in some questions and everything for us right there at streamlabs.com/slash/cinefanatics. There's nothing there right now, but if you want to do that, we will catch it. We will read it out loud, and uh, we'll give you all the props for asking us really great questions. I'm just assuming that if you're going to do something there, it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Late to the party, tequila is my lady. Oh, Why did yeah. you say it like that? Because that's the way it's I don't care. said. I yeah, don't okay. care. Don't say things like that. Uh, what else you got in news? Um, let's go ahead and just move straight into, we got two topics right here as our, uh, as our headline for the tagline. And I, th I think the first one, let's go ahead and talk about Taika is going to be directing a Star Wars movie. Which we already knew that, but it was just actually confirmed. Yeah, it was officially confirmed. Uh, he's going to be directing it. And so we're going to get a Star Wars movie with the stylings and flavorings of Taika Waititi. Which, that would be really good. Yeah, it would be fantastic, especially if you've seen that episode of The Mandalorian that he directed, where you can kind of get an idea of what Taika Waititi's Star Wars would feel like. Which one was that? Uh, that was the one with Jason Sudeikis and Adam Pally were playing those stormtroopers. Who oh, were, that's right, yes. And they were okay. punching baby child Yoda, whatever yeah. the, his name is. Yeah, okay, I remember that one. Um yeah, that could be really good. I'm 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 expecting basically <laughs> Thor and Ragnarok with Taika Waititi's humor. Gar said, "Or with Star Wars." Gar said, "What we do on the dark side." Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I'm not yelling that late to the party. We have neighbors. Yeah, although they're gonna be like, "Oh, Cinco de Mayo." We understand. We um, get it. <laughs> we get it. Uh, I'm. Here's the thing. At this point, I'm pretty excited for about anything that Taika Waititi does, whether it's Star Wars or whether he's doing something else that is an original IP for him. Mm -hmm. Because Jojo Rabbit was fantastic. Yeah. And Thor Ragnarok, while it's not my favorite MCU movie, it was fun. It was entertaining, and it was hilarious. Uh, was a very, very uh, <laughs> stark contrast to Thor The Dark World. Pun was completely intended on that. That sounds bad on the microphone, I guarantee it. Not really, it's way underneath it. 
Oh. Uh, AJ says Korg Porg crossover movie. Hello. My name's Korg. Hello. You're, you're Porg. You're Porg. Can I eat you? Hello. I'm just a pile of rocks. Yeah. No nothing to be afraid. Nothing to be afraid about unless you have scissors. Don't worry. It's a nice little rock, paper, scissors joke for you. Yeah. Butchering the quote, but hey. Definitely. But, you know, Korg didn't have uh, tequila before trying to talk, so who knows? I'm fine. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but how how do so how do we feel? How do we feel about a Taika Waititi? Are we are we excited about it? Are we feeling well? Okay, so late to the party makes a good point. Hopefully, Kathleen Kennedy doesn't make him done down his. Yes, that might be the thing. Like even though we've seen plenty of Taika, just being like Jojo Rabbit, I feel like he was given free reign. Yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, I feel like he was given free reign. To an extent, I mean, the MCU does have a pretty tight grip over over what it does, but uh, Feige, Feige is definitely somebody who knows how to uh, use these people's strengths, their abilities. There's a reason why he hires, why he's hiring these people as directors. Yeah. It's because he knows that that director's style, what they can do, is going to benefit whatever that particular property is. Now, say what you will about... Edgar Wright departing Ant-Man before it was wrapped into the MCU. He still wrote it. He he still wrote at least part of it, and it's still it's still a movie, or it's still it's it's a it's a different situation. It's a different situation because he was originally going to do an Ant-Man movie that was going to be standalone on its own, not a part of an MCU. And when they decided to make it part of the MCU, that was his exit out. The situation with Taika is that he was casted as casted he was hired as the director for thor ragnarok within the boundaries of the mcu so he knew what he was getting into yeah the thing is that we don't know if kathleen kennedy is going to be able to work with taika specifically because she's had a history now with a couple of different directors on a couple different movies of not seeing eye to eye really with their creative processes and what they wanted to do and therefore they've got ejected from these properties and i think that's that's uh, that's the downside to that is when you see when you see that that that's what's happening with directors that Mm -hmm. they're being signed on and then you hear weeks months later they're like yeah we just didn't agree we're gone this is constantly happening you have to look at what's the common denominator in this in this case kathleen kennedy not seeing eye to eye that doesn't bode well so as you as a director who's wanting to like i would love to make a star wars movie that's my hopes and dreams you're seeing this and you're like wow that's the thing my hopes and dreams might be completely gone because this person over here is controlling Mm -hmm. this entire franchise so it might be you step into it as a director like hey so here's what we want you to do you have to make the movie like this this and this and you're like well so i'm just here in name only is that is that the the case in this? I mean, I have some ideas too. Here's some ideas I have. Well, we don't really we like, like your those. ideas, but we want to do this. Yeah. Like, <sighs> because I wonder, and I really wonder if at the end of the day, would I have enjoyed Solo more if uh, Lord and Miller were still the directors of it and not uh, Ron Howard? Yeah. Uh, I like Ron Howard. Fine. He's a great American director fantastic you know just like steven spielberg one of those one of those legendary directors in hollywood and everything but the thing is is that lord miller have also proved themselves between the lego movie and uh their work on uh 
into the Spider-Verse. So would I have enjoyed Solo more? And so the question now is, with Taika coming on board another Star Wars movie, I want, I want, to, I want to enjoy Taika's spin on it. And I hope that I get to do so, as late to the party point out as we're talking, I hope I get to do so uh, in the long run instead of seeing another director who's got great creative vision in his films yeah, kicked out because, well, you're not following our very boxed-in vision of how we want this project to go. Yeah. That would be unfortunate, but... Uh... The, question, the question at the end of the day is that I think Star Wars, Star Wars needs a Kevin Feige. And I, I know that people have said that across various channels, various videos, all that. Any any big franchise like that? That was the other thing. That was what people were saying with the the DC, like the DCEU or whatever they want to call it. Yeah, they that was what they lacked. They didn't have a Kevin Feige. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like Star Wars now. The Kevin Feige is Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, which which you know. St- She's had successes. Let's not get this wrong. Uh, echoes back. Man, it's just crazy tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's OBS. We gotta we gotta look into that. But I will continue to Google that. Yeah. I need to unplug this and reset this microphone. Then when I plug it back in, I have like a completely different voice. That would be awesome. Yeah. If I was able to do that. <laughs> It's hilarious. Uh, Lacey the Party says what I wanted to actually get to is they just need to run everything by Filoni first. Uh, completely agree. At this point, Dave Filoni knows exactly what he's doing with any Star Wars that he touches. Especially coming off of Clone Wars. I would I would almost be daring to say at this point, based on what I've seen from Dave Filoni, he might be better at Star Wars than Feige is at Marvel. And Feige's fantastic with Marvel. That's that's some pretty strong strong words. Uh, Rebels, fantastic. Clone Wars, fantastic. Mandalorian's been fantastic. I mean, I've got I've got I've got I've got to see more from Filoni, of course, to really like be firm in that decision and firm in that opinion. But man, if they can if they can turn around and say like or Dave Filoni, you're going to be the Kevin Feige of the Star Wars universe. I think you'll hear a million voices screaming out in joy instead of pain. Nice reference. Um, (laughs) So having the issues with the microphone, we got uh, Alex, I mean, Brothers Adams fan uh, in the chat is saying maybe IBS. That might be what's wrong with the microphone. Um, So, yeah, and why don't we look at the camera? Because it's right there, and he's right there, and that's just... I'm not talking to y'all. I'm talking to him. But then sometimes we'll talk to talk to you. We'll I'll talk just, to y'all. Hey, just, just, just okay. Just please. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I mean, possibly uh, the thing is, is this is all everything is coming off of Clone Wars right yeah. now. Um, and, so good. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like even Kevin Feige, who I mean, we put Kevin Feige up on a pedestal for. Good reason. How he's conducted the entire MCU. Yeah. Let's keep in mind, there's still some misses in there. I yeah, mean, but Thor it, the Dark World, you're, now you're still talking about... An MCU miss is a MCU, hit anywhere else. The MC, an MCU miss is still pretty decent. Thor Dark World was kind of a weak movie. It, it was it's still enjoyable. I've watched it multiple times. I would take a video chronic uh, pop culture quiz on Thor the Dark World easily. Uh, but... Compare that to misses, unfortunately, in the Star Wars universe. Solo, 
<laughs> the, that's the opinion of this channel. I know there's a lot of people out there that do actually really like Solo. And, I, here's and the, God and, bless them. And I, no, well, I mean, I understand why people like Solo. Solo does have... There's some redeeming it's qualities an entertaining to adventure. Solo. And I think you kind of have to take into account, like, are you a diehard Star Wars fan? Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. I haven't done the legwork to actually find this out, but that would be kind of something interesting to maybe poll, like, on Twitter. I might do it later. I don't know. But do you like Solo, and are you a diehard Star Wars fan? For sure. Uh, I think you'll find that there are actually some really good, really big diehard Star Wars fans that are really big fans of Solo still. Because and they, why? <laughs> they recognize that it's a fun adventure movie. Um, the Especially, <clears throat> there's a piece in Clone Wars that actually very briefly if but for a few seconds touched on a character that was in solo and actually it actually made me feel great about that because while i don't like solo i i recognize that that movie is canon and mm -hmm. therefore any appearances from that appearing in other star wars media makes me happy that there's still that tie-in connection and everything i'm pretty sure i can guess who this character is yeah we've talked about it but okay. um it's it is it is a thing though, because yeah, like we said, we, we talk about Kevin Feige leading the MCU. Uh, again, a miss for the MCU is a hit pretty much anywhere else. Yeah, like Thor: The Dark World. If it were if that came out during the run of comic book movies in the late '90s, early 2000s, it would have been night and day, gold standard for comic book movie. Um. You know, that being said, we still have X1, X2, Spider-Man 1 and 2, and, you know, the Blade movies. We do have some good, like, pre-MCU Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, and I think, <laughs> like, it's definitely uh, thanks to Blade. I think Blade was really the one that really set the set comic book movies. Because comic book movies were just pretty much dragging. Before that, you had uh, the Schumacher You had the two Batmans. Schumacher Batmans. You had Spawn. Um... You had uh, here's the thing. You had Crow, uh, which first of all, no one knew that was based off a comic for the most part. Yeah. Uh, second of all, it had tremendous press because of the uh, unfortunate death of Brandon Lee during that movie. And then you're like, oh, well, this looks more like a horror movie, so no one really like yeah. it, it. It didn't get anywhere near the comic book. Now you look back on it, and it's a fantastic comic book movie, mm -hmm. but. It's unfortunately that was something done in hindsight. That was kind of the issue that I feel like a lot of people had with Blade is yeah. you didn't know Blade was based off a comic book. Because yeah. most people will still to this day say that what really began the comic book renaissance that we are living in now was X-Men. When it was Blade that was, again, the one that grandfathered it all. Yeah. So, I mean, jumped a little bit off uh, off topic there. Cause yeah, we were go talking back about to Star like Wars in space. <clears throat> Yeah, we were talking about Taika there. Um, let's see, real quick, we actually have a Streamlab from AJ. I said, would you rather Taika's project be during the Skywalker saga or something before or after? I'm personally hoping for old High Republic. Um, I know that they're talking a lot about High Republic stuff right now. Yeah. I don't know, because the question is, is, is what Taika is doing, is it going to be just a one-off single story, or is it, are they maybe thinking that they could get a trilogy out of him also. And I think the other difference that we're, we need to look at with this is 
those of us that are familiar with Star Wars, the ones who are just complete Star Wars geeks yeah. about this, we know what stories are out there. We know what stories could be told. That might ne not necessarily fit with the director. Mm -hmm. Like, if you wanted to go, like, I guess, Knights of the Old Republic, or, like, say, your, your movie of what took place before Episode One, if you want to dive into something like telling a, the story of Darth Plagueis, all that stuff, uh, that might not fit with Taika Waititi's style. I, again, if that it, would be hilarious if the story of Darth Plagueis <laughs> the Wise was done by Taika Waititi. But from what we know of that storyline already the hints that have been dropped that have been talked about in the other star Wars movies. I don't think that would fit in like in his world with his yeah. kind of humor, the way he, I feel like he needs to do something. I actually would want to see him do something outside of the Skywalker saga, probably after episode nine. Yeah. Because I feel like anything he's going to do, if he was to do something that was either before the Skywalker saga or, during kind of like Rogue One or it's Solo. It's a side story. It's a side story, but you're now you have this established universe. You know how things work, how yeah. things run, but now we're gonna put Taika Watiti's humor in it. Which I understand that's like Thor. We understood how Thor, we understood how the MCU works, but mm -hmm. now we got Taika's humor weirdness in Which, Thor Renron. Again, you go back and watch that Mandalorian episode. That's a perfect example. Yeah, but, I mean, that was, like, so for Mandalorian, that was just a one-off episode in this, like, one specific spot. For Thor, most of that movie took place on this very lavish-ish <laughs> planet where there was gladiatorial. It's lavish, like, right in the, like, the actual building and stuff. Yeah, and everything else was a waste. Di district one. Yeah. But, uh. Stop! No, no, no! Can't hunger, whistle. Right. No Hunger Games. That no. salt on that rim has ruined my ability to whistle. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if his if his view, viewpoint and humor would fit in a Star Wars, uh, essentially a Star Wars saga movie. And again, what we know of before Episode One, yeah, I don't think it would fit with that either. It needs to be a side story. Again, after Episode Nine. It depends on the stories they want to tell before Episode One. If you're following a certain cast of characters during a High Republic era and these cast of characters and the story they want to tell with them fits Tyka's flavor, go for it. And I think that's I think that is the big thing. They I think they are straight up just going to be focusing right now on on that era because your other option is either still during Skywalker, which I don't believe that they're really going to be touching on too many more movies in the during the Skywalker timeline anymore. Um, and for right now, I don't see them touching on any stories past, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Right now, that's, that's a pretty solid period on the Star Wars universe at the moment. Yeah. That they have to, they're, they're going to have to buckle down and come up with some really good stories after that. Yeah. Because you're, you're at that point, you're talking about possibly building a whole nother franchise. Mm-hmm series of movies after that yeah and that's the thing going into this we weren't even really expecting episode seven eight and nine much less solo and rogue one so not who till, knows? not till 2012 anyway yeah when they said that they were gonna make seven eight and nine so i'm eager to see what he could do i'm curious uh we will probably as more develops with that we'll probably give more of an opinion 
as we kind of see what direction that they plan on going with him. Oh, you know what would be fun? Hmm. A bounty hunters movie. I mean, you could get some. You could get some pretty good like. Uh, situational comedy out of that. That might be the one thing that I would want to see during a Skywalker era is is you got Boba Fett leading a, a band of bounty hunters and he's has to deal with some crazy characters that are... Bosk, the adventure begins. <laughs> Honestly, like, no, but during Clone Wars, Bosk and Boba Fett did partner up with each other and we're, we're doing missions with each other. I'm so. thinking, now I'm thinking Bosk and, and uh, Dengar is a buddy comedy. <laughs> Uh, also, well, we're reaching a whole new level again, of nerd here, y'all. Again, watch Clone Wars. Also, was Dengar was also present during that too. Uh, I I would be straight up okay with a one off, with a one off uh, Taika Waititi bounty hunters movie. I think that would be hilarious, especially if you've got Boba Fett having to be the uh, deadpan leader of this ragtag group of crazies. Yeah. So that's our thoughts on the Taika stuff. I want to jump on that last uh, last little bit news story there. We're going to jump on this news story like Slim Pickens jumps on a rocket in Dr. Strangelove. Speaking of nice. jumping on a rocket, nice. apparently Tom Cruise is no longer happy with skydiving on Earth. He now wants to go the complete opposite direction and just keep going out of the atmosphere on a SpaceX rocket. Yeah, so you got Tom Cruise who's apparently going to be partnering with uh, Elon Musk Yeah, to uh, jump up into space and... Give us Mission Impossible, who knows what, it's not a Mission Impossible movie. But, yeah, Tom Cruise is no longer satisfied, as you said, with stunts here on Earth. We've got to see him do some crazy stuff up in space now. Which, here's the thing. Sure. Is he going to jump up and down on, a, like, a space couch talking about how much he loves space aliens? <laughs> I love space aliens. <laughs> I love you, and I love everybody here on Mars. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that, but uh, I don't know if anyone caught that reference actually. But let's oh, I'm sure pass by it anyways. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I love this woman. <laughs> no, that's not the reference I was making. Um, but uh, he likes space aliens. Well, yeah, I was also I was also thinking you were talking about the Oprah. No, that was yeah. the jumping on the couch bit. Anyway, it's always fun. We got to explain the joke. Should have moved on. Anyway, so Tom Cruise is just the right, the right person to send up into space. Let's be honest. Who else are you going to send up there right now? Here's the thing: like, I don't like flying in an airplane that much. I've gotten more used to it lately because we've done a yeah. lot of traveling out to LA. Not, not too lately. Um, well, the last time we went out, gonna on... have to get used to it again. I know. We're in completely... a year. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the last time we went to L.A., I wasn't bad on the airplane. No. Um, so I can only imagine just how bad is it actually on a rocket leaving the atmosphere of planet Earth. And I'm thinking, like, uh, you go back and watch Apollo 13 or even, uh, and I know this is completely off the wall, but uh, Armageddon with uh, Steve Buscemi when he gets, like, that space sickness and he actually references writing the... Uh, he actually references riding the missile like Slim Pickens does in Doctor Strange Love. Don't wanna fall asleep. Oh no, 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 no. That's the other thing. I'm not traveling to outer space with a soundtrack by uh, Aerosmith. Now Pink Floyd flying into outer space that would be fantastic. You want to I... listen to Pink Floyd every time? No, all no. The time. Echoes, Echoes actually uh, the, kind of funny. 
given the current situation also. Yeah. But Echoes would be a fantastic song to fly to outer space with. Sure. Echo is back. Did they say that? Yeah. Well, speaking of Echoes. Perfect timing. Yeah. How, what is the uh, interval here? That's like every 15 minutes or so? Something like that. We might just have to do like an every 15 minutes you just unplug it and replug it back in. I might start getting proactive at this. So like it's 1046 right now. So at 11 o'clock, I'm just going to probably do it again just in case. Yeah. I think that'll work. That might be kind of cool. Now that will suck for a live stream where like every, we get like deep in thought on a subject. Like, oh, hold on. Got to mm. unplug my mic. Pause that. You never see any other live streamers having to unplug their mic. So we need to figure this out. Yep. But, uh. I think the question at hand is, what movie is Tom Cruise going to do in space? It's going to be another Mission Impossible. It's not going to be another Mission He's Impossible. He's actually trying to beat the Fast and the Furious people at this point. And since Fast and the Furious 9 has been delayed a year, he might have a head start on them. Well, You don't see them talking to Elon Musk right now. He's also got a different different situation where his movie actually would take place in space, whereas Fast and Furious is just going to do it on uh, green screen. That's true. So, uh, that's soundtrack by Tom DeLonge. <laughs> you know what? That actually makes me think of something completely different, which is uh, a. And, and now for something completely different. If if the movie does not feature uh, ground control to Major Tom, what are they even doing? <laughs> the uh, was that Major Tom? No, Major that was space. Tom no, to ground that was space control. oddity. Space yeah. Oddity was Major Tom the Ground Control. Yeah, uh, that's well, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Major Tom was you the, got it. Yeah, Major Tom was the five fourth Earth below yeah. us. All of the above, all of the above. Drifting, falling. Yep. yep, you got it. Anyway, it's karaoke night here at Sun Fanatics. <laughs> um, you went the weirdest places to put SpongeBob in. I'm just saying. I'm not gonna point it out anymore. Feel free to continue using it. I like it. But first I mean, you do this, then you do this, then this and that, and this and that, and then. I wish I had that much like skin dangling underneath my chin to be able to grab and do the SpongeBob. No comment. <laughs> um, I'm just grabbing a bunch of hair at this point. <laughs> that's all he's grabbing. Um, Story of my life. Grabbing a bunch of hair. <laughs> Okay, no more tequila during these. <laughs> it's already done. Yeah, I'm going to go back to whiskey, y'all. <laughs> he drank the worm. Um, so, no, the, what movie? What movie is Tom Cruise doing in space? Mission uh, Impossible. No, it's not Mission Impossible. Uh, they, they already said it's not. Um, although, like Garth's here, uh, Mission Impossible said that the IMF becomes part of the Space Force. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's possible. Let's see what uh, Steve Carell does with the Space Force first, and then we'll, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go with that. Uh no, I'm I'm thinking like you have uh, either an Oblivion or you have a uh, like a one-off movie, Ready Set Die, whatever that movie's title is. Oh, Live Die Repeat. Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, F- Emancipation of Harley Quinn. <laughs> Danny, y'all looking forward to getting a haircut soon? Uh, yeah. I've never looked forward to getting a haircut more in my entire life. Uh, so she brings this up. I don't know. Real quick tangent, but they actually announced that like May eighth. Uh, barbershops in Texas can Is open. that the day? Yeah, but apparently you still have to uh, yeah, it's like in three days. You have uh, you have to make an appointment. Well I don't care what I have to do, I will do it. Yeah. Um Reopen Friday, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to wear a mask as much as possible with hair getting cut. I'm probably going to like shift and move it out of the way here and there. But Which, I mean, as long as I'm getting hair cut, I that's cool. I expect my stylist will also wear a mask and gloves. That's the rule, yes. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm just going to kind of just dart out the door real quick, get the things cut, and then back home. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know if I'm going to rush out on Friday immediately because no. that day is going to be insane. No. Anyone wanting it, everyone and their mom's going to want a haircut on that day. So, allowed to reopen on Friday, but I'm 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 going to wait a couple days still and kind of. It's still one of those wait and see things. Like, oh, how, what's going on? How's <laughs> Danny everything? says drive to Corpus, guys. I mean, at this point, I'm going to be waiting more than five hours, anyways, just yeah. to get a haircut. Might as well. <laughs> how much is a haircut worth you? Like a couple of tanks of gas. Well, uh, we'll meet you halfway. Yeah, um, let's go to San Antonio. That's not halfway. That's definitely not halfway. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so yeah, driving all the way to Corpus for a haircut—that'd be fun. Uh, I must say uh, that's what uh, Danny in the chat—that's what she does. So yeah. I know she's eager to be able to get back to work because not yeah. doing what you enjoy, what you like doing, has got to be just. Yeah. Tell me about it. I do like the movie Oblivion. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe something like Edge of Tomorrow, I could see that. But at the same time, I don't know if Edge of Tomorrow is a... It was a fantastic movie. It was a great movie. Very well done. Back to the whole Groundhog Day yeah. idea, storyline. But I don't know if that... The reason I'm, I am actually saying Mission Impossible is because that is... Because that is a franchise yeah. that will guarantee you getting somewhat of some kind of money that warrants actually going to outer space here's the thing though there's two sides to this one that is a piece of news that markets a movie all on its own it doesn't have to be attached to a franchise everybody's gonna go see that movie because they want to see tom cruise in space so you might as you well, actually went to space yeah we're gonna go see that you might as well make, just make that a part of your marketing budget then for sure um the other one, side one of trailer it, one poster yeah is tom cruise on the poster like Yes, something like that. <laughs> the other, the other side of it, and what hasn't been considered yet, is that uh, which studio is going to fund this movie? Because the insurance alone is going to be Elon Musk studio. <laughs> Maybe going to make his own studio at that point. Sure, I mean that. No, that's how you cut costs on on the actual travel to space. But you still have to insure Tom Cruise, which I know <laughs> is already a lot of money for most of his movies anyway. I just saw my face on the playback. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's most that's a lot of money for most of the movies that he stars in anyway, but you're gonna have to ramp that up by at least ten times in order to like what studio is gonna fork over the insurance money to cover a major A list celebrity doing a movie in space, much less who's he in the movie with? Or are we gonna do like a Sam Rockwell and Moon situation where he's just acting with himself? That could be possible too. <laughs> They're gonna accidentally remake of the Martian. All of a sudden, Tom Cruise is going to become the best botanist on Mars. Growing potatoes from poop. That's fantastic. That's funny. So, uh, I am very eager to see any more news about this. Once again, that's going to be something we're going to need. Like, maybe a little more details besides just, maybe. like, the announcement here to start actually, like, formulating a... The honest truth about this situation, though, is I believe that we're talking about this now. We may talk about it again later, and it's never going to happen. Who knows? I think Tom... Uh, oh, Echo's already back? Jeez. I think if anybody can get it done, though, it's going to be Tom Cruise. And then, of course, you've got Elon Musk running a private company that goes to space. 
But here's the thing. Here's the flip side. And if I want to be completely positive with the storyline, they could film that right now. Mm. There's no coronavirus in outer space. You still need a solid crew, though. And that's the other thing is, like, what size of a crew are you also ensuring to go to space? I guarantee you get anyone who's affiliated with space. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, we can go up there. We're fine. <laughs> I just think there's a lot of factors you have to take into consideration. I don't know if this is actually going to happen. It's fun to talk about right now, though. Yeah. I just don't see that happening. It was also really fun to put Tom Cruise on a rocket in the thumbnail. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> just stick his head on how a do you How do you pass up the idea of having Tom Cruise just flying through space in your thumbnail? <laughs> for, for the most part, especially because, so we already had the idea of like Korg with like, say like Ahsoka and C-3PO in their eyes and stuff for the thumbnail. Uh, and then we just thought of the Tom Cruise on the rocket like last minute. That was... That was still fun because the whole thing's like all space related. Yeah. Uh, the thumbnails are a lot of fun to create. It's like sticking uh, John Malkovich's face on people in the thumbnail. That is. You just wanted an excuse to bring that up. That's it. Dude, that was so much fun to make. So the uh, Cinema Bias on Video Juice channel that's simultaneously running with our, our live stream right now. This fool made the thumbnail for it as he has with all the other Cinema Bias thumbnails for Video Drew. That was so much fun. But uh, he uh, Malkoviched that thing right up. Nice use of that term, Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Um, so yeah, uh, if you're if you're watching this right now, uh, if you've seen Being John Malkovich, or even if you haven't seen it, watch that movie because that was a really good movie. And then go check out uh, Video Drew's YouTube. Channel. I feel like like this whole like live stream tonight's a plug for Video Drew. Kind of. Uh, she's only like what like sixty something subscribers away. Go subscribe to Video Drew. Get her up to that thousand because last number I saw that she was away was very nice. What? And it was sixty something. Oh, yeah. Nice. Somewhere between like sixty eight and seventy. Yeah. Oh, you pervert. Anyways, so go go check out Video Drew. She's a joke. And uh, go check out that uh, Bean John Malkovich you, cinema bias. You know what? You can call me a pervert all day. You're still gonna lose at that Infinity War and Endgame thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Then that's why you're still using the like the baby fork and the baby spoon when you eat dinner. That's not what I do at all. Tom Cruise in space in Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie. I mean, that could be. Here's the thing. Look. That could have been like blatantly in front of our face this entire time, and we just never thought of it until uh, Gar says something in the chat. Look, I'm not saying no. <laughs> I'm not saying no. No, uh, not at all. I'm not outwardly saying yes, but I am absolutely not saying no. In fact, I'm actually, like, uh, now that you put that thought out there in the ether and not the one used in Dark World, um, nice. now that you've put that idea out, I want to see Tom Cruise in a Taika Waititi movie. I don't know if I want to see him in a Star Wars movie, but I definitely want to, yeah, I, I, yeah, I want to see, I want to see everybody in a Taika Waititi movie, let's be honest. Yeah, uh, but... I'm, I'm kind of thinking, if you think back to, like, what comedic roles has Tom Cruise done? Tropic Thunder? Easily. Tropic Thunder is probably one of his best roles ever. Yeah. Uh, just, oh, his character that he played in that, just so good. Yeah. And apparently the role that, that Robert Downey Jr. played was so bad, because okay. that's back up on Twitter now, and people are hating it. According to a bunch of teenagers who have not seen Tropic Thunder, who didn't even know about the movie's existence until they saw Robert Downey Jr.'s pictures from it, that is so stupid. Who now don't understand the whole context and point of the movie. Some people just shouldn't so, be allowed on Twitter. Real, real quick lesson for y'all. If you're going to sit there and say something bad or negative about a movie... Watch the movie first. See the movie first. 
Cats was terrible. I can say that because I've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, pretty much any idiot who's seen the trailer could probably be like, yeah, that's a, that's a terrible That's movie. a bad example because uh, I would argue <laughs> that you probably shouldn't see that movie. And you'll, you're, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll be fine just not seeing it. It's fine. You could watch the butthole cut. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. We got we covered it. We covered Tom Cruise is shooting himself up in space, and that's that's a lot of fun. Phrasing. Not at all. Uh, this part where we usually get into some schmodown talk, and for those of you who are watching who have not watched this stream or really any other content we put on this channel, especially right now because there's only two things that we're putting on this channel, <laughs> and this that's this stream and schmodown reaction. Schmodown reaction, which that's about to wind down here pretty soon. Yeah. Although they did make well, some announcements today. But well, let's anyway. talk about that. Yeah, let's talk. All right, Rhett. Um, <laughs> will it Schmodown? Let's will it talk Schmodown. about that. <laughs> so Schmodown, for those of you who are unaware, is basically if you take movie trivia and... Wrestling. Uh, 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 an actual like hardcore movie trivia competition, uh, people really battling it out to for their knowledge in movie trivia, and you mix it with the fun storylines and factions and rivalries of wrestling. And Honey Nut Cheerios. And Honey Nut Cheerios. But minus the Honey Nut Cheerios. You would have the movie trivia schmodown, and also minus the tequila, you would have the movie. Tri- Actually, no, there's no, there's probably a lot of tequila still involved. <laughs> Sometimes, have you you saw the bottle collection that they had in the studio? I mean, there's yeah. probably some tequila involved. I saw I saw Vinny Mancuso. I was say uh, Vin, Vinny had like a whole like blender of, of margaritas. So I mean, there's tequila involved in that. Anyway, schmodown. It's our sport. It's the sport that we uh, follow the most because we don't follow sports. And it's the only one that could be considered a sport that we actually follow because... Although, yep. real real quick, we're uh-huh. a movie channel, we don't follow sports, but did you see what happened in the world of sports this week? Possibly. Don Shula passed away. Oh. At 90. Uh, so, again, we're not sports fans, but here's the thing, you have to acknowledge this. The most winningest coach in the NFL. Mm-hmm. His, his coaching has won the most NFL games out of any other coach. That's a huge, huge, like, legacy yeah. to go out on. So, 90 years old, passed away. Rest in peace, Don Shula, but that's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty. That's now, similar. I don't know what football is or any of the rest of this, so I guess we'll go back no to clue. talking about movies. No clue. Um, no, we're going to go back to talk about Schmodown because that's the sport we do know about. Oh, there's movies involved in that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so here, when we talk about the Schmodown, we're talking about this past week's matches that went live on YouTube on Friday. We are not covering the match that's currently up on Patreon right now specifically because... We haven't seen it yet. Well, yeah, there's that. But also also because it's on Patreon and you gotta you got to pay Schmodown's Patreon in order to see it right now. So we don't talk about that right now. Uh, last week's match, though, that was that was uh, the the Wicked versus Rogue Two. So yeah. we had uh, the return of Jim Veveda and Jared Haven making up the Wicked over on the Rockstars versus Adam Lavick and Liz Shannon Miller over on the Swag making up Rogue Two. The fun thing, like real quick, I will talk about the fun thing about that match is sitting there talking to my coworkers and my my coworkers I, i've talked to them about schmodown i've told them hey i've got to go to la for something mm-hmm. and then they're like oh what are you going to la for because i mean someone goes to la you want to know why yeah and so i have to explain what the schmodown is to them 
and some of them I'm like, oh yeah, so there's like there's people you might be aware of in that are competing in the Schmodown. They're like, oh who? I'm like, well, there's Sam Levine if you're familiar with if you've seen Not Another Team Movie and Glorious Bastards. Yeah, he's a part of that. There's uh, comedians involved, other actors, actresses, um, like critics and stuff. Uh, one producers. that I producers yeah like ethan Irwin, who produced nice guys uh book of eli yep so there there's people who you may be familiar with you might not know them directly by name but there's people you've seen definitely, their work yeah you've seen their work you are aware that the stuff that they work on exists uh one of the ones that i thought was funny is uh talking to co-workers who might be interested in uh reality shows mm. specifically the bachelor yep. I'm like, oh yeah so uh you're familiar with uh, jared habon from uh, bachelor in paradise like yeah yeah he's a part of it he's answering geek questions that guy from bachelor in a paradise too smooth is he's answering geek movie questions he was on backstage today too oh yeah so yeah that's that that's always fun is to try to say like oh this this person and that person yeah <laughs> ten pin from newsies that would be uh, oh good, Smets. good old smetsy yeah the one i like talking about smets especially if it's around people my age is doing the voice of uh bobby's older brother Derek from bobby's, bobby's world, world. <laughs> yeah um with his mom with like that minnesota fargo accent don't you know oh don't you know <laughs> um anyway not that one <laughs> that was a little off <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, you betcha. Oh yeah, you betcha. Um, we're from Texas, <laughs> as you can tell. Tequila. Hey, I got that song stuck in your head. So the the match, it was a really good match. Um, I I know Dang Echo is back. Hey, that Dang Echo is back. Dang Echo. Dang Echo, Bobby. Dang Echo, Bobby. Dang it, Bobby. Shut up, Meg. Um, that's a completely different cartoon. Shut up, Meg. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> wow. No. Okay, so we can't do Peter Griffin. That's <laughs> not like a sheep. We are way <laughs> off the rails. I don't mind that. Some some of my favorite uh, shows the, to watch on YouTube will go off the rails. Honestly, it has nothing to do with the tequila. No, we're just we're just in a mood tonight. We yeah. are. We are just in a mood tonight. I think I'm more of like, I'm just tired. So this is probably like, I'm starting to hit like that delirious, like, hey, delirious, there's a camera. <laughs> Let's perform. Sure. Perform. Okay. Phrasing. Phrasing. Um, so going into this match, I was expecting that uh, uh, Veveda and Haybon were going to be the uh, the ones to win it because Veveda is, as Roxy had put it, was a steal in the draft. Yeah, if and he, you were wrong about that. Up, just I'm like not, you're going to be wrong. I'm not there about yet. Hold, the... I don't care. Hold on. <laughs> Jeez, uh, he he is somebody who can be on the level of a Drew McQueenie and above a, a Bibiana. He's someone who knows a lot about movies. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, last time we saw him, he had some slip ups in the game side of it. And so we expected, you know, with Roxy, who Roxy does know the game now. She knows how to play the game. You know, with a manager like her, I expect great things out of him. Fix that. Fix that issue. And his knowledge is going to shine through. Don't give Roka biopics. And don't give Roka biopics. No, they took it back. Yeah. 
And he actually did. They did really well with the biopics yeah. category. They so. did well with it. Um, I think that is a team that has some great potential. The The issue is, and it comes down to uh, Jared Haybon's the weak link there. Only because, for the most part, he's he's only been playing inner geekdom. So he's yeah. been on like just the geek questions, not the general knowledge movie trivia. And he even mentioned it on Backstage today where he is excited to be partnered with Jim because he expects Jim is going to carry him. That is almost like a direct quote from him yeah. on Backstage today. So he even admits himself that he knows that Jim is the more knowledgeable player in the general trivia side. Which, here's the thing, normally, like, in a sports-related thing, mm -hmm. I would assume, because, again, I don't know sports, mm -hmm. but uh, if you were to say, hey, I like being partnered with this player because I feel like this player is going to carry me, that's not necessarily something that, for the most part, you want to hear. Now, the thing <laughs> is, in movie trivia... That's like when you're doing a class project or whatever, and yeah. you're the one who's a part of it, it's like... You're partnered with, like, the class geek, and you're like, yeah, this geek's going to carry me. I'm just putting my I name on the paper. Because... I was the class geek. You still are. I'm putting my name on the paper, and I'm taking some credit for your work. That's why I'm going to win the Avengers uh, video chronic quiz. Yeah, that's because you read the comics. doesn't mean you know the movies. I know the movies. Yeah, I know. I know the movies. Uh, so that's the thing. Typically, you wouldn't want to admit that, and you wouldn't want to be the person like – in that in that reference, you yeah. would not want to be Jim Vevida getting told like, "Hey, you got to carry your partner over here." Here's the thing with Schmodown though, it's nice to be evenly partnered, and what you don't know, your partner may. And that's the situation with most teams in the Schmodown is, and they've even discussed it before, is that you have an A player and you have a B player. A B player isn't called a B player to make them feel bad. They no. just have a different role with the team than the A player does. The A player is going to be the one who who, f who carries forth all of the knowledge, or at least a bulk of the knowledge. The B player is there to fill some gaps and also control gameplay. Potentially, and that's the thing. Like, And, and again, if, if you're not familiar with the Schmodown, here's, here's one really good reason to get into it. We've reached the point in this show, mm -hmm. the, in this sport, where we're beyond just knowing movie trivia yeah you now have to know how to play the game when a question gets asked to you not only do you have to sit there and try to think up the answer but you also have to sit there and say okay so what happens if i don't answer this what happens if i do answer this if it's uh round two what benefit do i have going to multiple choice um there's so many questions that you have to ask yourself yeah. while playing and if you're familiar with that, being strong with the gameplay is almost just about as good as knowing the right it's answer to these trivia very questions. Very beneficial. It's all about strategy. Yeah. So definitely, if you get like, again, you might be in the situation where your A player is just a walking IMDB. Yeah. But your B player might just be completely full of knowledge and or knowledge as in how to play the game, how to do the strategy. Um, yeah, Garth says Ben Bateman is doing Moneyball tactics, and that's and that's true. There's that one, definitely, there's definitely, he's definitely got a, a pretty firm grasp on how to how to strategize and run statistics and stuff. Uh, AJ Lancaster, guy, I was just about to say that, but okay, you yeah. go ahead. Guy, has, well, I mean, so I'm mentioning this one because I do have that connection. 
AJ Lancaster says, Guy has been a B player his entire career and never felt bad. Would you stop that? I've got a connection. I've been on the showdown. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. So, <laughs> watching, watching Guy... We've Mc... both been on action movie anatomy. Okay. But watching Guy and McQueenie play right there right there in front of you as you're you're playing against them you definitely can see that like guy has the strategy down and someone like guy has to have that strategy down because of his character his character work is also really high did you bite your tongue or that something? is some really hard salt that just went straight into the roof of my mouth wow oh the rock of it i'm holding it together yeah oh Ooh. ow that's like biting a potato chip and it jams in oh yeah and it's salt yeah, so salt in the wound. Anyway, uh, so guy is really good at this because of his, uh, also the character that he portrays yeah. on the Schmodown. Um, his strategy is intimidation, essentially. Yeah, getting under the skin. Yeah, and if you weren't someone who was doing reactions to the Schmodown, that would probably get to you. But if you're already used to his character and how he acts, no problem whatsoever. Then you're just saying. Then your problem is uh, being caught off guard because you're laughing the entire time, and you're like, "Oh, I should be thinking about the answer to the question instead of laughing at his what he's doing." Yeah, because uh, like in, in that he case, gets you coming and going. Yeah, Andrew guy, uh, he is fantastic at what he does. Absolutely, like all respect. And to what Andrew he does is that. very nice. Yeah, <laughs> and very dastardly at the same time. No, it's debonair. No. Um, but yeah, no. The, and that's the great thing about Guy is while he's got he's doing that strategy side of it, he is somebody who is actually really good at filling gaps in the other person's knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, where McQueenie kind of fell off, you did see even in, in your match with the family, where McQueenie fell off, he was filling the gaps in places. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, what was it? The uh, Spider-Man one. They asked uh, who played yeah. uh, Uncle Ben in the yeah. uh, Andrew Garfield and uh, McWeeny, uh, again, McWeeny is a critic. He's very strong in his movie knowledge. Mm -hmm. And he said uh, Campbell Scott, which was, was in the movie. He was he was in the movie. He was Peter Parker's father. He wasn't yeah. Uncle Ben. Yeah. While Andrew Guy did get Martin Sheen, which was Uncle Ben in those movies. So yeah, I mean, and that's the good thing of especially having a team. Yeah. Um, that's why I'd say, like, in, in the case of our situation, you do have more of a movie knowledge than I do, but I think I could be, I think I could be good at a strategy side of it. And there's, I do think I can fill in some of the gaps that you might be missing, too. There's definitely, from us doing reactions, there's definitely a lot of movies that I know... Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Yeah, I already did that. Um, there's a lot of movies that I know you will know everything about that I won't. For you... La La Land. Well, I mean, okay, La La Land. Uh, I don't want to, like, air out, like, all the movies' strategy, but, I mean, granted, you can True. go back and watch all of our reactions and start piecing together what each of us knows. Uh, I will, for example, Wes Anderson. You are more of a Wes Anderson I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. But definitely that's one. If a Wes Anderson question pops up, if we were in, uh, say, round three and the two-point question was Wes Anderson, you're getting that. Yeah. Because uh, you're not going to give me a two-point Wes Anderson. It's just, nope, uh, you're, you're losing those two points pretty yeah. much for the most part. Yeah. Um, uh, same thing with me on uh, horror movies. You're not going to answer a horror movie question. You're going to, uh, like, I will handle horror. And that's just the fun, that's the fun way of saying, like, yeah, in that round three, how yeah. you balance that out because you do have the situation where – 
the less knowledgeable player probably should be taking the two-pointer more often. And I think and that's what you see for the most part, the strategy on that show. That's what happens. Yeah. Um, which that actually brings into another point specifically about the match between Rogue 2 and Wicked. You had a situation where... Nice. Proactive. You had a situation where... Uh, <laughs> Plus I needed the cough. Yeah. You have the situation mm. where uh, Jared Habon and Adam Lavick are both more more stronger or stronger in uh, the inner geekdom side of it. So they can ha- they can fill in the gaps of those types of movies, whereas you have you have uh, Jim Vevita and Liz Shannon Miller who are better at the general trivia aspect. So that's that's where both of those teams actually were pretty evenly matched in terms of how the team structure came out and it's it is it is remarkable and I'll, I'll give i will actually probably directly give christian credit for that matchup at that time when they filmed it um i th- i i would say i would say he definitely saw that and went yeah those two teams those are the ones playing each other it makes sense well and that's part of the reason like for all of our social media when when we were promoting that like all the social media i was like we have no clue who's going to win. This is way too evenly matched to figure out who could potentially win. It's true. Come watch our reaction to see how shocked we are that someone won instead of them like potentially going into sudden death and just answering questions back and forth for like the rest of eternity. The only aspect of it that I think was a little off-center is just the fact that Adam Lavick does have experience in general trivia, at least in teams with uh, Hector Navarro. Yeah where they they have competed they have done decent but adam lavick still has that experience in general trivia he's still shown that he's he's not to be trifled with i mean he's one of the ones that competed for movie release dates also and he knows movie release dates that is a category he's strong in so he that's where he edges out jared haybon a little bit especially only because we haven't seen haybon do general trivia ever before so It's, uh, I think, with more experience, one, I think with more experience, Haybon definitely gets better, and those teams become even more evenly matched, uh, which is why we were saying in the reaction, it would be cool to see them match back up sometime down the line once they've both had experience and have worked together uh, longer. So, you have, yeah, yeah, you have a situation where both these teams have promising futures in the Schmodown. Provided but, the Schmodown has a promising future this year. But given this match, someone had to lose. Of course, that's every Otherwise, every well, I mean, talking about how these teams were so evenly matched. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen if, like, if one of these teams went up against someone that you would have had, you would have been stronger at guessing, like, hey, I believe this team is actually going to win this one. Yeah. Instead of the confusion that we had when we were like, ah, Either one of these could win. I'm not sure who really has the edge here. Yeah. So uh, it'll be eager to see how either one of them go. How, how either one of them perform going forward. Yeah, and I, I like that. Uh, it's, it's I wouldn't necessarily call it a name job, but the fact that we we saw uh, Jim Vevita at the uh, us at South by at, at South by at the us premiere. So yeah. it's like we we you know you know he's there. He's He's just the same as a lot of these other uh, movie pundits and everything. He's going to the screenings. He's he's seeing the new releases. He's doing all of that. Um, 
Yeah, Gar says it was such bad timing that the Schmodown gets sponsored by Skybound really and then everyone gets homebound. The great thing about Skybound, though, in that situation is that I've definitely seen they are all on board. Even it, even with the whole quarantine and isolation and everything right now. Yep. Uh, they they weren't they aren't like well, given the situation, this was not great timing. So we're gonna peace out. See you guys later. Best of luck to you. They're holding in there with the schmodown. Not only that, they're sending they're sending people out there that they work with, like Attack Peter, to create specific. Uh, designs for sen was the flirt and flouse and all of that which if all of that is foreign to you just look up sen lies the flirt and flouse and attack peter and all of that get on twitter and search for that the flirt and flouse flousey um so yeah that's sky skybound strikes me as the type of company right now especially with what they've done so far that it doesn't matter if a meteor is going to crash into earth they they feel pretty strong about schmodown I know that doesn't really deter anything or change. Well, just as long as Skybound really... also wants to send Bruce Willis up to outer space. I mean, oh I always got to turn it into a movie reference. Welcome to the movie channel. We are the Cinefanatics. TMC. We're fanatics of cinema. Yep, that's true. We will make re- movie references at every occasion we can make a movie that is, reference. That is true. But, yeah, uh, that's, that's actually what – this situation is actually what makes me uh, super comfortable with the fact that Skybound is partnered with the Schmodown because – of just how they've been treating and one, how they've been treating the, the community that the Schmodown has built and how they've been uh, working with the Schmodown so closely this entire time. Yeah. I very much look forward to seeing the future of that, of that uh, relationship. What, what are you doing? I bit my lip for no reason. Uh, you're just trying to one up. Uh, you were in pain. I want to be on pain on camera too. I want, I want all of the, I want all of the sympathy. Yeah, well, you'll get it after I beat you at uh, Infinity War and Endgame it trivia. It takes so long trying to remember the names of those movies. Good lord, dude. Um, the Avengers trivia. Guys, go ahead and drop in the chat right now. Send in Streamlabs. Drop in the chat. Send us some questions. We want to we wanna chat with you guys. We want to talk with you guys. Any questions and anything you have. We're going to kind of cover some plugs again real quick. But then we want to move on to questions and just talk with you guys in the chat so yeah uh patreon patreon that's a thing i need to make a show tequila you need to make one of those yeah i need to make one of those i need to make some social media posts about that there is a patreon that we have for the cine fanatics the address is right oh let me get the finger out of the uh logo there that's the address it's also down in the description you put it in the description right yeah, it's down there. Is it clickable? Yeah. Uh, cool. Yes. You can click on the address down in our description for this particular video. I don't know why I'm looking over here. Y'all are right there. You can click on that address down there. We're right here. I know. We're right here. They're right there. Could have sworn I learned this a long time ago, but. Right there. There. Uh-huh. So you just if you're going to do that, you just need a point on the end Please of stop hand. putting your hand up. <laughs> for the love of all things good and holy please stop putting your hand up it was just really weird that you had that kind of intensity going into that camera anyways you can join our patreon uh pick the tier that's right for you uh i want to go ahead and real quick call out who's on our patreon right yes. now uh wow we, this delay is crazy yeah <laughs> we've got uh so tonight we had kelsey kirkland join uh the patreon so thank you, Kelsey, for joining Sound our Patreon. Sound applause. I am working on that. 
I just need to get the device that allows me to do that. So join the Patreon so I can get that device that allows me to do that. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things I would like to work on. Uh, also, Send us money so we can buy things. Also, this week we have had uh, Garth McMurray has joined our Patreon. Hey. Garth has been a huge fan of us I like, gotta be from honest, the very beginning. I'm surprised Garth wasn't our first patron. Well, I mean, it just had been a matter of potentially he just wasn't yeah. available at that time. He, that, that's fine, yeah. but yeah, I mean, yeah. he's in there it's, as one of the first. You know what? I'm glad there. that we have him. He's he's up there. He is he is supporting us, and we love Garth here. We love a Garth McMurray. Yeah. Um. I also want to call out uh, Lucas Shawshek has also joined our Patreon. Uh, Joe Elliott, Lucas Shawshek of the. Uh, of the whatever northern the call to action the, Shawshanks. No, the northern state Shawshanks. yeah the call to action Shawshanks. I like that let's go with that yeah the northern state Shawshanks. Um, whatever state it is it's north of here yeah uh, there's Joe Elliott uh, Jake Yacoveta Movie Fenobi uh, Tyler Schwent and AJ Lancaster thank all of y'all for your patronage uh, to us it is absolutely amazing that We've got people that are becoming patrons of us. Um, like we said before, we are right now, we are making a list of uh, the first members to jump on our Patreon. There will be something later on down the line that we will do for... Not next week. Yeah, no, I mean, this is going to be a lot later down the line. Um, yeah. But it is in our mind that... Those of y'all, regardless of what tier you jump on, just the first people who jumped on our Patreon, uh, we will definitely be honoring you in some form later down the line. I gotta be honest, that tequila is a slow burn. It is. It kind of is. It but kicks in minutes after you're finished with it. But I absolutely like. I have. I'm loving doing this live stream. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I'm loving it. I don't know if we can do that on uh, copyright. Maybe because he sang it and I finished it. Maybe it's okay. But I don't know. Um, there's a part of me that's eager for like when this add is us over. JT, add us JT, not McDonald's, Justin Timberlake. Oh, oh, that's right, because he wrote that, didn't he? Eh. Fun fact. Not a fact that I think you actually need to know. God, that's been McDonald's slogan for how long now? Uh, a while. Way too long. They need uh, to change it up. But I am also kind of like eager for this to end, so I can go refill that glass. So, uh, good night, everybody. Anyway, no, no, no <laughs> not yet, not yet. Again, send in some questions, guys. Ask us anything you want. We are we are here to chat with you for the last little bit of this uh, stream here. Uh, yeah, that Patreon, though. I am excited that we've started it. That is going to open up some new doors, some new avenues for other stuff that we want to do. I'll be honest. It's already doing much better than I had anticipated. Yeah, you guys, you guys are just – you guys are awesome. I love all of y'all because I'll, I'll be I'll – be, be raw and real right now. I expected that he's got tequila in him. That's not the reason. <laughs> um, I just want to tell you, man. I I I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but I, I, I love I love, I love you. you, man. I love you, man. I love you. I love that movie. That's a good movie. That is a good movie. Slap in the bass. Slap in the bass. I haven't seen that in a while. I need to watch that. That's a great movie. I just don't like the puking scene, but whatever. That's eh, real quick. Um, but. No, I was expecting, honestly, like when we launched Patreon last week, mm -hmm. that literally we'd have three people sign up for our $1 tier. And we're like, cool. I am stoked to make $3 a month because that's $3 more a month that we didn't have for this channel before. Awesome. Yeah. Nope. Uh, 
I like it. You guys killed it. Here's the thing. Yeah, Patreon is uh, is based on the fact that uh, like people are giving you money every month. Yeah. The thing is, is supporting you creating because they love you and they want to support you. Exactly. Here's the thing: is that people are liking you enough to give you the money. They want to see you create more to develop this skill. Yeah. It's inspiring. It, it, it's another form of inspiration that makes you want to get up and create more every day. And I think that's definitely something we want to do as we move forward with this channel, uh, with our own personal YouTube channels, as we are able to find time uh, getting back into like vlogging or if I want to make like yeah. comedy skits like I tried doing on my channel that one time. It's, it's really interesting though because like the further we develop ideas and stuff for our own projects and stuff that you and I want to do separately we we are then able to create say patreons for those specific projects also which garner their own audience their own supporters and that i mean that just that that just really helps to enforce that we can end up quitting jobs at some point yeah and because then just i i enjoy doing this doing all content 24 7 i absolutely love making stuff like this so yeah. that and the videos the the video work uh editing videos Making the thumbnails, it's absolutely relaxing. I, I enjoy the creativity aspect of it. So I have a lot of fun with that. It is yeah. something that I would like to continue doing. It would just be able it would be great to be able to do that constantly. Yeah, for sure. Day in and day out. I, I would I don't feel like I would ever get bored doing that. So uh yeah, question when the Schmodown gets back, how about a nuclear reactors faction with the here's the thing. I I like this idea. But I feel like this would have to be this would have to be first of all like a major heel faction because it is, <laughs> it is completely made up of. I mean, you've got to. You. It's hard to see late to the party as heels because they're just such nice people. Well, Veronica, everyone in there is for the most part. Vanessa and Robert are uh, are just the nicest people. Like, granted, Andrew Guy is a really nice dude, also. He's a really great person, mm-hmm. um, and but he pulls off the heel so well that I can't actually see him portraying a face in the Schmodown, even though he's, I guess, trying. Uh, but this faction, like, and then you got Abby. How how do you make how do you make Abby a heel? Pretty sure Abby could be a heel I'm real sh- easily. I'm sure, like, if she goes like the sassy Stacy Howard route, that she can she can pull it off. But the Albert, that's the one I'm like. How do you make Albert, Albert a heel? You got. He's got to do the shades also. He's got to do the same thing as everybody else where he's just putting on the shades to kind of like just just create a persona that's different from who he is as a person. He would need to like, yeah, put on the shades, keep like his answers like really short. Just be one of those that like he just he, he's not saying much just because he just really doesn't care about your thoughts, feelings, yeah. and opinions. He does what he wants to do and he's just going to move on. He, he, um, he'd be, I mean, I, 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 I I see issues, but he's also he would also essentially be the spiritual successor to Oyama's heel persona. Yeah, um, I, I could see that easily. Where it's the I'm just focused. I know exactly what I'm here for. I'm confident. I'm cocky, and that would be how Albert. Would, I wonder if Albert could do that though. Yeah. So I like the idea, but the reason I'm saying this, Abby TikTok real. Yeah. The reason I say this needs to be a heel faction is because this is one of those where. The faction just needs to create itself. And it basically would go into the Schmodown going, forget. 
substitute another F word if you would like, but forget forget y'all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Forget y'all. We're going to be a faction whether you want us to be a faction or not. We are here to play. Yeah. So it's kind of like a rebellious faction. Maybe? That is literally the faction that has a biggest chip on its shoulder. Yeah. Uh, it would be fun. Especially it, because late to the party, they they won the match against Critically Acclaimed, and I don't think don't think that they've won any other match. Mm-mm. So, yeah, that is, that that is a faction filled with people who have like the biggest chips on their shoulder. Which those those two still have like massive amounts of knowledge. Picture Mike backing him. I mean, I like the idea. the The biggest issue is that outside of late to the party, nobody else is actually a part of the showdown. So that's a lot of. Uh, You're talking about creating a faction full of people who like, uh, not free agents, not in the draft. Yeah. That all of a sudden are again. That uh, that's another part of the reason why I'm saying that this is a heel faction is because, again. Forget the draft. We're going to form a faction ourselves with the people that we want, and we're just going to play. I'm not a strong fan of the idea that every rookie coming in is a heel, though. I I mean, you, ha- you have your Brendan Myers, which I think was a, a refreshing, f- fresh breath of air. I don't know. There's, there's a real analogy. An air of fresh breath. An air of fresh breath, who is an air, is a breath of air fresh. Um, an air. A fresh of air breath. <laughs> I love that. Uh, because every, every other rookie coming in, like your chances, your Oyamas, were coming in as a heel. You have Goddard, Ben Goddard, who's coming in essentially as a heel. We're heels! But again, and all that. The reason but. I like this is because it's a new faction. They're, they're all heels. Everyone yeah. is heels for the same exact reason. There's unity within that faction. Everyone Which, is strong. Which, I mean, there's room because if you look at the situation where they've talked about, I don't know if it's, like, officially been talked about, but there's been there's been talks of the most losingest faction at the end of each season. Yeah. Done. Let's say Finstock Exchange, for some odd reason, all of a sudden becomes complete loser faction the rest of the year. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But becomes, oh, we're in a fantasy world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is imagination land. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to use them though because there's, it's just completely absurd the idea that they would be the most losingest faction by the end of the season. But imagine a world where, who's the boss and founding fathers and everybody else is part of that faction, has to split off and kind of completely break up, and then now you have room for a new faction. Now, granted, is it made up of? say members of the old faction or are you bringing in new people free agents and new rookies don't know there's a lot of interesting fun stuff that could happen there though yeah uh i i mean i'm not gonna say no to the idea of a reactor faction i think all the all the individuals that garth said here would actually be pretty decent like loki abby is actually pretty decent at movie trivia mm-hmm I, I don't think she she's gonna she's gonna be one of the first ones to tell you no 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 but and this is, this is gonna go back can. to what I said even if they're not they're not strong at movie trivia but the fact that they're all reactors they're definitely knowledgeable in the game yeah they sure. know how the game is played every single one of them yeah. yeah I like I like the idea of Alex being a manager too because I think she's got enough experience in the families of being a manager that mm-hmm. I think she would she honestly like 
even if she was managing uh, Schmodown pros, I think she would actually kill the game at being a being yeah. a manager. Uh, Tyler said, and I heard the dude was put in the draft, but nothing came of it. Uh, I do believe Dale the dude was in the draft. Um, I believe he's also a free agent right now. I think we get to see more of him later still. I think, that would be awesome. I think I think he's still got a pretty pretty solid comeback. I mean, I, I know he's played that that one match, but I think he's got he's got some room to come back and actually do some cool stuff. Because I know yeah. he wasn't going to be at Spectacular, but I know that Christian reached out to him and invited him to Spectacular. That's right. He was at Spectacular because mm-hmm. we met him there. Yeah. yeah. So I know that uh, I know that Christian Christian really would like to see him succeed also. And so I think I think we definitely need to see more from Dale the Dude here at some point. Um, that's ru- that's roughly gonna wrap it up. Well, um, no, hold on a second. Uh, Garth asked, "Who would have thought that corruption would be? Oh, who would have thought that corruption would be the faction in last place?" That's a that's a very good that's a very good question because you know, uh, especially with Mike and Chance, who they've had the team's belts. Mike has been double belted. You know. You would think with them kind of leading the faction, so to speak, that you wouldn't expect corruption to be in last place. Um, but they've just had like some really bad luck, say, in the in their matches so far. Especially when you look at say like Claudia Dolph versus Warfather mm-hmm. uh, situation, where Claudia Dolph, for all intents and purposes, should have won that match. She was on the track to win that match and just couldn't pull it out in those last few questions. And Warfather was able to capitalize and win it here's the thing uh, here's here's a flip side to garth's question mm-hmm. who would have thought the droogs would have been doing as well as they are right now excellent question because everybody like going from the draft to this point was like robert meyer burnett okay he he got he, ethan Irwin. good he's, job he's a manager and kind of in in face and personality alone he doesn't really know the game that well but Dude drafted the right people who've been pulling out the right moves, maybe have stumbled upon the right luck, but also have, in the case of, say, like Deep 13, really knowledgeable players. Who may still have something to do with the apocalypse, apparently. I don't know if we want to continue with that. According to our reaction to their match. (laughs) Who would have known that we uh, wanted to do an apocalypse gag and then the apocalypse happened? So. That, and that that's the fun thing with this is uh that's hilarious like we went into this year like okay we're actually going to create like a storyline with our uh Schmodown reaction yeah well no that's not happening anymore because like especially the storyline was like gearing towards the apocalypse and then the actual apocalypse is happening so apocalypse. there there's there's no amount of like special effects i can do to a video to match what's well we really can't uh, do any special effects on a green screen for, to represent a virus, anyway. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I could probably put like Night of the Living Dead and like Dawn of the Dead, I mean, some kind of zombie. We can go the zombie route for sure. Uh, let's see, AJ says, "Here's the real question: When is Koi going to add you guys to the Mercs roster?" The issue with Koi, and I've heard him say this, and I think it's one of the things that's actually working against us specifically in most cases they're actually like realistically there's a couple of reasons but yeah uh and i think it's and it's also going to be the same reason why uh, a roxy wouldn't uh draft us either roxy and koi are both along the same lines as they want that face-to-face personal interaction like we want to go go get a yeah. burger with you we yeah. want to sit down and we want to talk uh schmo down stuff over a good meal you can't get a meal with somebody who's in a completely different state so 
I mean, it's it, like we haven't really like hid this at all. We want to compete. Mm-hmm. On we the live Schmodown. in Austin. We want to oh, be yeah. on the Schmodown. It's yeah. it, it's a lot of fun playing, competing. Mm-hmm. The realistic nature of it is one. Yes, we're in Austin, Texas. We're not in L.A. So we have to. So it's. It, it's not necessarily easy for us to, at a drop of the hat, get out to L.A. We would, uh, we, we have to have some notice. We'd have to schedule at least at least a like month, a month in and advance. And then on top of that, the problem with dra- with putting us on a faction is you have to put both of us on. For the most part, it, you really can't. We've got to make a team debut as Cinefanatics. We can't be. We really can't be drafted as individuals because sure the, one of us could fly to LA and the other one could just stay home. But then but. what? The problem with that is what happens when, like, say this weekend, uh, Robert has a match, and then like two weekends from now, Chris has a match. Well, now we're talking about. Cause, I mean, there's no way one of us is going to LA without the other one going, especially if it's Schmodown related. Like, yeah, oh, most the other definitely. one's definitely going to be in so the audience y- as a support. You have the logistics of the fact that both of us are having to constantly fly out to LA. It is more financial sense, and they know this. It's more financial sense from us. Christian's not a dummy. No, not at all. <laughs> For us to be drafted as team. a team. Yeah. That way we can both go out at the same time and compete at the same exact time. That means we would actually have to make a free agent debut as a team that can be drafted as a team. And I think that that's which is really hard because when you're looking issue. at you're looking at rosters that are full up right now and yeah, you would have to draft two players onto your faction. So you got at that point the only option is factions that have two spots available. Yeah. And I don't know, like, it's been a while since I saw the... Which means whenever we do have a debut match, we got to be really good. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen the draft list Yeah. of who all is who all was a part of the draft, who all may still be free agents. But I don't know if there really was anyone else in, like, who's left in the free agents right now, with the exception of late to the party. Yeah. Who else is left that is a team? I don't, yeah, I don't think any, I think because all the other teams either got drafted as a team or they were split up and put into different factions. And Wild those, Berries. Yeah, Wild Berries. Movie Guys. Movie uh, Guys. Uh, Looney Ben. Yeah, but uh, here's the thing. Like, again, most all of them live in L.A. It's easy for Paul Preston or Adam Witt. Yeah. to get to the studio to film a match with another team member without so, necessarily the other member there. If, if you want to give to the uh, Streamlabs or the Patreon links to help us move to L.A., <laughs> yeah. we could use a several thousand dollars. Yeah, we need to activate like a $100 patron tier for that. <laughs> that's not a 100 That's a $5,000 patron tier. $5,000 patron tier. First of all, you get one, you've got to cover the cost of us actually moving out there, and two... We've got to at least have a couple of months. So covered. we have we have one point two one point twenty two thousand subscribers. Who wants to join a five thousand dollar Patreon tier right now? If you if you put it in the comments, we will make that we Patreon tier. It. We will make it tonight. If you build it, they will come. If we build it, they will come. <laughs> ain't no, Movie reference. Ain't nobody's giving us five thousand no, dollars. I don't expect. I'm not I don't expect that. <laughs> Completely just <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, Quick next next reaction video. Do a scene with a utopian future. COVID nineteen is eradicated and everything is back to normal. Oh man, I would have to get my haircut for that. 
Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to wait until after Friday. Yeah, to be fair, (laughs) once again, I can take care of that Friday. Here's the thing: this nonsense. When this nonsense is taken care of, this nonsense will be taken care of. And I don't know how much longer I'm gonna let my facial hair go. Uh, If when I get my hair cut, I'll. I'll I'll shave this off because short hair and this weird mess on my face doesn't doesn't really work. That is quite that is quite possibly the best super <laughs> chat I have ever seen. Uh, I have three dollars. I love AJ. AJ Lancaster two ninety nine. <laughs> I have three dollars. AJ, here's the thing. Over on uh, Action Industries, I know uh, Ben has given you some. Some uh, crap before, but you are you are absolutely welcome here. I love you. That. You are an absolute treasure. I, uh, I love that's that. that's fantastic. I know. I know Ben supports him also, but I'm just, I'm just <laughs> Garth McMurray. I'll give you five thousand in ten dollar monthly installments. You know what? We would love to have you as a Patreon you, for that long. You know what? That that just means we need to be good with saving. Yeah, that also means that Garth is going to be a Patreon of ours for uh, five hundred months. I believe is the math. Five hundred days of summer. Um, 500 months 500 months equates to how many years a lot that's a lot of years yeah so 500 divided by 12 i can just assume that we'll have a youtube channel if we're alive by then it would be nice to have that kind of job security name that movie let's do the math for funsies i mean we i know we should end this but i don't have to work tomorrow so i mean i can keep going that is 41 years you'll be dead um wow you're mr positivity over there well hey you know at least I'm still going to beat you in Infinity War and Endgame before I pass. <laughs> hold, hold on to whatever you need to hold on to to keep you going there. Well, that'll, be, that'll be on my gravestone. At least I beat my brother you in, know in what? Infinity War and Endgame. There is a chance you could still be alive. You'll be too old to run a YouTube channel, but you'll still be alive. I don't know. You want to see, like, geezer YouTube movie? I remember back in my day when Tom Cruise, like, flew out to outer space for a movie. <laughs> that was making a movie. All you people in your CGI special effects nowadays. You sitting there making movies over on planet Xenar 4, 4, and we just were focused on just getting to space. I remember back then when the CGI dinosaurs looked like they weren't even in the movie. <laughs> Garth says he'll be 93 and still going. I actually fully believe that. You know, I would love 100%. to see that, Garth. I think be 93 and still going. That's amazing. Garth will outlive you. Yeah, at that point. I, I have full faith. So I'm going to have some more tequila. Yeah, so he's going <laughs> to have more tequila to ensure that fact. And... <laughs> Do we have any last-minute plugs? I don't think we have any more questions here. Uh, so I think uh, if that wraps up all the questions, we took care of Patreon. The only thing left really to plug is this coming Thursday over on Video Drew's channel, uh, there is the Video Chronic uh, Pop Culture Quiz. We've been referencing it with throughout this, uh, this live stream, but both me and him over there. Ha, I'm, that's me. I'm him over there. I have to figure out how the pointing goes because of the camera situation. Hi, him uh, over there. That's not that. That's not Chris Adams. That's him over there. Yes, him at him over there. MLP. That will be. We will be competing in a. Cinefanatic civil war, just rolled right off the tongue. Sure. Uh, going on against. Uh, we will be answering questions about Infinity War. We need to end this. As I'm, mu- just, I'm just as, tired. As much of a civil war could exist for two people who live in the same exact apartment. And our brothers and are going to be okay. We're <laughs> already fighting over who does the dishes next. Once the video's over. Yeah, yeah. I did it today. It's your turn. Um, Screw you. <laughs> I'm going to beat you at in-game and Infinity War questions. No, I don't think you will. Mm. Nice. 
<laughs> Very nice. <laughs> no, I don't think I will. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so make sure you go uh, hop over to Video Drew's YouTube channel. Subscribe. She is like within like six, less than 60 subscribers. She needs to hit that thousand. I think she uh, for those of y'all not familiar with how YouTube works, you have to hit a thousand to start more. being monetized. I believe a thousand subscribers, forty thousand hours. Garth put her uh, subscriber base at nine forty-four earlier, so she's got about fifty-six more. Yeah. So <laughs> go over, hop over to Video Drew's YouTube channel. Tequila. Yeah. Uh, go subscribe, help her out. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We got forty questions that you and I have to plow through. You think you can do it? Yes. Yeah, I don't think Very so. Very easily. I don't think so. I can plow through most. I'm not gonna continue that. I, I, I think you're gonna give up halfway and call our mom and just like my brother. It's like you don't even my... know me. It's like you don't even know me at all. I, I don't think you, you know anything about no, this. No, I'm at going all. halfway through. I'm going to call your mother and tell her she needs to come pick up her little boy because he's crying because I'm beating him so bad. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I was supposed to make a stupid smack talk. I, I apologize. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to call mom and and say she needs to come pick up her. Me. My cat's going to put a hairball in your bed later. She's not allowed in my room. Um, she's going to poop on your pillow. Why is this video still going? I don't know. Tequila! Oh, no, Danny's it, still here. It's not because of that, but I mean, I like to think it is. Anyway, so, uh... <laughs> so, yeah, go over and check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's happening on Thursday. Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> Stay tuned to this channel. We're going to be doing some Shmodan reactions. I know that uh, Christian just announced today they're going to be putting two of those uh, Patreon matches, two of the exhibition matches, live on the channel as well as there's going to be an inner geekdom tournament so yeah we got some stuff that we're going to be reacting to we actually got a, we actually haven't watched any of those exhibition matches yet just because of time time reasons so we are going to have to jump on a couple of those because we will be releasing those reactions as well publicly when the matches themselves get released publicly so stay tuned to this channel um i think we've got some we, we should do like movie reviews and stuff so i know there's no movies coming into theater right now but we should Honestly, like I, I know I'm saying this like live on air, but we should really watch that uh, extraction movie on Netflix and maybe do a, a re review of that. So I saw Fiddler on the Roof, and I highly recommend that movie. It Boom, was got it, fantastic. nailed it, nailed it. So y'all need to go check yeah. out Fiddler on the Roof. It's available on Amazon Prime uh, if you're subscribed to Amazon Prime. Stay tuned to this channel. Hit the uh, Patreon up if you haven't joined. See if there's any tiers that you like there. We will be. I was a rich man. We will be putting posts up on Patreon here pretty soon about Schmodan reaction uh, of the month and movie watch along of the month, and we'll be doing some fun things there. And you can you can jump on there and uh, help us uh, help fund new ideas and new projects that we might be wanting to work on on this channel here in the future. So yeah. Uh, let's hurry up and end this before the echo comes back. Yeah, for sure. Otherwise, uh, there's uh, there's links and stuff. There's there's you can reach us on the Twitters and the Instagrams down there, and uh, just yeah, Facebooks.com/slash the groups and all this stuff. So there's all the things yeah. that you can make follow sure us. you follow us. Uh, I'm it? a pro at plugs. Yeah, make sure you follow us Twitter, Instagram at MLP. You've got our Twitter handles and Instagram handles right there below us. Make sure you follow us on Facebook.com/slash groups/slash 
And again, subscribe at patreon.com slash cinefanatics. Yeah, it goes back. And the back. Uh, it goes back on So ready. stop talking real quick. I want to say what Garth said real quick, and then we can end it. Hey, if I can win a video chronic pop quiz, so can you guys. Oh, wait. Robert did beat me and the Barbarian at the Small Soldiers one. That's right. You have beaten the Barbarian at something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. We're going to go ahead and end this. We will uh, see y'all next week and in a Schmodown reaction. Y'all all have a fantastic night, and we will see y'all later. See ya. I forgot how we end this. Do I play you, the music you again? Just, you just end it. Oh, I just end it? Yeah, oh, just okay. So just up. hit this end stream? Yeah. How come these things are always so awkward? I mean, they've always got to be awkward for us. Why don't we just...